This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Welcome to episode 192 of Vigi Game Apocalypse. We are getting perilously close to surpassing our former podcast's episode count. Are we? Yes. Mm. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here with me? Uh, you can't be talking about Laser Time mm-hmm. or Chris Antista, the person synonymous with most of the episodes. Nope. Mm. Hey, Rudin. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> and special guest. And I'm serious games journalist Bob Mackey. <laughs> Very serious. I only write mature listicles. Only the most adults. serious. Yes. 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 It's all about the uh, the light motif yeah. of the Last Guardian, and people who read your reviews have to know what that means. Yes, and if they disagree with me, they're wrong. They, absolutely, <laughs> their opinions are wrong. For masturbating, <laughs> <laughs> don't give away Friday's content. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, box boy. Oh, so <laughs> it is December, and we have our first Christmassy game of December coming out this week: <laughs> Dead Rising Four. And uh, what does it do with Christmas? What do zombies always do with Christmas? They ruin it. They come in. They eat the Christmas goose. They piss on the Yule log. And uh, violate other traditions that nobody has observed in over a century. Traditionally, the bumpuses of the holiday. <laughs> yes, yes, they're the bumpus hounds. Except then they also eat you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, be it being our first show of December, I thought, let's do something Christmassy. No, that's too festive. Let's do something about ruined Christmases. Yay, there we go. Yay, these are games in which Christmas is irrevocably ruined mm. for either the main characters or society in general. So am I on whoever. this list because my parents tell me every year that I ruined Christmas? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but you should yes. every, going home. <laughs> every number is just Dave Rudd. Super mm. Dave 64. And then, <laughs> is, is, there, is, is the Wii's gremlins on the list because Phoebe Cates has like the worst ruined Christmas speech ever. Her father um, being trapped in a chimney dressed as Santa Claus until he's dead. It's a, well, it's a comedy, people. Well, that's like the... Because didn't they change it because like, it was too bad? Because like, it was originally just like he fell and broke... They, she said he broke his neck, his neck instantly, though. Yeah. The, it's he supposed still to died be, in a chimney dressed as Santa exactly, Claus. Exactly, yeah. But did he come back at the end like Michael Caine in Jaws the Revenge? You know, we never got that Gremlins 3. Could have happened. Yeah. Joe Dante clearly hated that series. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, should we say at the top, we got a Last Guardian talk. All, all yeah, yeah, the yeah. we'll do that. Um, we'll do that <laughs> but all in the second top. segment. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> tease it up top. At least let people know that's what's happening. Uh, all right, well, let's jump in with... Number five. Happy trail. All right, we've got Happy Trails, trails and uh, German Terrorist uh, and Explosion. Uh, is that is that trilogy? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Die Hard trilogy, which is uh, the first two games ruin uh, the the entire game because the third <laughs> one's the best. Uh, the third one is too. Why has no one kickstarted a game that's just, just it's like Die Hard with a Vengeance? You know, yeah. honestly, I think we could do a list of games or, or movie franchises mm-hmm. that inexplicably had tons of games made about them, and yeah. Die Hard would be right at the top. It got a Die Hard trilogy sequel, uh-huh. which as of yet almost hasn't happened. 
Well, wasn't there also yeah. like a diehard uh, like lift tech shooter for PC? There was one for GameCube. Yeah, wow. like, a, like a first person shooter. Yeah, where and I think he plays Al Powell or he's back for it or something. Yeah. And Die I, Hard Arcade, which is just Dynamite Cop. Yes. I never gave this game a chance because I liked uh, Die Hard Arcade a lot, and mm-hmm. I played this for like a few minutes. I'm like, this is not what I want. Yeah, no, I love Die Hard Arcade and played it for a few minutes, and that's all there was. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's maybe like eight minutes of game. I yes. mean, yeah. Well, Die Hard One especially in this game. Best movie, worst game. Yeah, but it was, it and was two, totally playable two back then. Okay, if you have like the mouse or a justifier That's, like gun. My buddy mm-hmm. Spiculi is he had the PlayStation mouse and like he yeah. worked on Die Hard huh. Two, Die Harder. Yeah, and but mm-hmm. the, but three is the best part, even though it has nothing to do with Christmas. It's so much. Yeah. It's a it's a little dated. Doesn't hold up that well. But the idea of what would you call it? You're just this cab who has to. It's like Crazy Taxi. Yeah. But if the crazy taxi ran into bombs to blow up helicopters yeah. with its and drove Wienermobiles. I'm just yes. thinking this is the Bayou Billy of the PlayStation. There's like racing, <laughs> yeah. driving, shooting. Yeah, uh, like Die, Die Hard 1 is just like this overhead uh, brawler slash shooter. Wow, and, it is Bayou um, Billy. Damn. And then uh, Die Hard 2 is like ugly Virtua Cop. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, it's so it's, ugly. It's the most overtly it's Christmassy, Christmassy yeah. of the two games because the first game takes place entirely in Nakatomi Plaza. So it's yeah. just corporate office building garage etc etc repeated over and over second one is like oh here's actual snowy environments mm-hmm. uh, a, a log cabin covered in snow that the you first shoot up yeah. a church at one point yeah. mm-hmm. but the first level that you can just shoot a rocket launcher right at an airport is yeah. so 1998 <laughs> yeah like yeah. <laughs> uh, this game could not be re-released do you have any any of the fake bruce willis yes <laughs> i like to lose uh, yeah we did a stream of this like a year or so ago and the character models in all three games are so ugly. Yeah, yeah like Bruce Willis's shoulders are like uh, parallel with his neck. <laughs> yeah, but like in, he looks like a Minecraft character. Yeah, in yeah, Die Hard Two and Die Hard with a Vengeance, you can get up close, like especially if you like do the first person car perspective, and it's just like everyone's yeah, they've got the big shoulders, they, their faces are just like a like a plate. Mm-hmm. And it's like a they, they, sticker, and honestly. they don't run right either. They just kind of like like run like marionette puppets. The standards were lower in the PS One yeah. days, like a '97 game or a '96 game, maybe. Was it? 90, it was '96. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty, pretty early. Yeah. I feel like it was maybe '98 when PS One games started looking really good, or at yeah. least they would age better than yeah. those old ones yeah. did. Yeah. Well, like uh, initially, the, just the the allure was like, oh my god, this game is in 3D. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I do think it's weird. If you and pick- also, it has sounds like this. Ooh, hey. Yeah. That's like one of two streams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, uh, kind of impressive for the time level of environmental destruction. That there, there were is, all sorts yeah. of things you could just shoot. There that was were a seven-part making of documentary. Someone bothered to shoot for this <laughs> wow. game on wow. YouTube that I bothered to watch. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 more of a fly on the wall thing than like yeah. an, a well-edited documentary. But like just watching them like try and figure out how to make mm-hmm. mostly with a vengeance, and I just love. If you're like me and you'd be like, fuck, they made a Die Hard Trilogy game, that's hilarious. I gotta pick this up ironically, and you get through it and you uh, one, uh, two, and like, oh fuck, there's a good there's a good yeah. game at the very end of this, <laughs> yeah. and it's really great. Yeah, and you're like, when do I get a machine gun and say ho ho ho? Never that happens. No. Never, but you get oh that the poor Sam like imitation Sam Jackson. Uh, <laughs> bad idea, bad idea. Hey, do I look Puerto Rican to you motherfucker? <laughs> he said, Hey Zeus. Yeah. 
Jesus. The worst part Jesus. is uh, in Dire with a Vengeance, you go around with a sign that says, I hate gamers. Oh. <laughs> that's the most offensive thing to write on that sign. They're Wait. the most oppressed group there is. <laughs> does, does fake uh, Sam Jackson swear in this game? No. Oh. No. Right What's your challenge? It's so bad. Bye <laughs> uh. bye, bad guy. <laughs> yeah, that immortal that's John McClane quote. Even better, possibly better than Die Hard with a Vengeance is. Going to the menu where you scroll between all three games, Back and, and if, you, if you just keep pressing left or right, the the sound like the voice clips will just. And then you just wait five <laughs> seconds for them all to finish <laughs> yeah. playing. It's the best. So was the final boss in this game Mr. Falcon? Do you finally yes. get to fight him <laughs> before he debuted yeah. in Smash Brothers? Oh, yeah, uh, it's the final boss of the first game. I was very disappointed to not see Hans Gruber. It's just. Uh, like, you kill all the bad guys, and then all of a sudden there's a countdown clock, and you have to run and disarm mm. a bomb. But uh, 3 was pretty awesome, because, like, the final boss in that, again, it's not the Christmas one, but no. it's just so much better than the other two. But you literally launch off of, like, catapults into a helicopter. A helicopter and find bomb. It's called a bomb, just yeah. to drive your car in, so it'll launch your car into the helicopter and hit <laughs> it and take down its meter. Also that it, like, dumbed down, like... I heard of the vengeance is about like these weird puzzles that this that this mastermind has hidden throughout the city. Simon said, "Yeah, which is just basically boiled down to hit a bomb." It's a, he's a he's a he's a sadistic mastermind. Can you get two gallons out of this junk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But we just yeah, a little plug uh, for patrons and people who want to buy commentary. We just did a full commentary yeah. for Die Hard. Uh, you can get it on lasertime.bandcamp.com or join our Patreon for five bucks, and it's all yours. Nice. Number four. An entire American city. Green poison. Central Park has been converted to a mass burial ground. Power outages, gas line leaks, fires. The government is expecting another night of widespread looting. The people of New York are begging. What would it? I think I know this. First responders are either dead. No resources available. Treat them like animals. It's not a job. We're not trained for. Bro, what is this? This is The Division. The Division! <laughs> they were way ahead of that, though. When did that game come out? Like, fucking the summer? Uh, they yeah, just slammed it was, you into Christmas. Like, I want to say March. It was yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. well, it's... Uh, the Division... Like, the, the plot begins on Black Friday when mm-hmm. a virus called the Green Poison, or, or a pandemic called the Green Poison, is spread... Uh, through money, through through infected cash. Dude, that's some oh, deep, man. deep social man. commentary. Yeah, yeah. and Real. it annihilates New York's population, and, uh, you know, order is only maintained by a shadowy government agency and uh, roving gangs of people mm. who want to burn things and... Uh, roving games with un- unlimited yeah. XP. <laughs> 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 but uh, possibly the most Christmassy part of this is there is a mission fairly early on in the game when you have to, you have to do this. Okay, Agent, you're looking for any bills our pal Amherst used to spread his original virus strain. We know he used Abel's as one of his primary launching pads, so with any luck, there should be plenty of contaminated greenbacks lying around in there, as well as civilians. The store is one of the bigger refugee camps we've been monitoring. Not to make a whole thing out of it, but if you don't find some unmutated virus I can use as a comp, we may as well give up any hope of creating a vaccine. So, you know, no pressure. That's so fake. We don't have <laughs> refugees in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting up a whole... Well, we, you do when, in case of this pandemic. No, when the second you become com- a refugee, you get kicked out. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. Don't even allow American refugees. Yeah, we're cowards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
Don't even think about burning our flag. No, no. Once you become a refugee, we're afraid <laughs> of what you might do. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but you that that level where you're given that mission is inside a department store that's been converted mm-hmm. into a massive gang hideout, but they still have tons of huge Christmas yeah. decorations up everywhere, mm-hmm. like uh, eight-foot-tall nutcrackers, gigantic Christmas ornaments hanging in the central atrium. It's Hatchimals uh, as far as the eye yes. can see. Webkins? So the entire world is turned into that one family that takes too long to take down their Christmas decorations. Kind of, yeah. And, uh, and that's the saddest thing of all. And meanwhile, there's just horrible blizzards and uh, freezing conditions outside. Were you desperate to put up your Arbor Day decorations, Dave? Come on, why, why not leave them up? It's not year? lazy. Everybody's you know? dead. There's nobody yeah. to take down the decorations except with gunfire. I, I man, the division is so weird. I had so much fun with this dumbass game, and I, I, I just don't, don't call this game a dumbass game when <laughs> you're it, sitting across from an employee of the company. Yeah, but the, the idea that like if they just full disclosure, said, oh, it's Destiny, like oh, okay, I like Destiny. I can figure that out. Why? It's what it is. Yeah. If you like Destiny, you probably will like the division. The well, it is it is a uh, shooter looter, mm-hmm. basically that you're you're going through and uh, clearing out all these gangs and getting. I never a bunch would have of thought from those trailers from like four years ago. That's what the game was. In Same, fact, it probably yeah. wasn't. It, yeah. it's by it, it, it scratches that Destiny itch for me. It is weird, and I only again I love pointing out how weird it is because I shoot a guy wearing a hat in the face. And it doesn't do anything. It's the virus, mm. Chris. It's the, it don't you understand? He's just powerful. a guy. It's making their skulls just stronger. A guy. It's making your bullets weaker. He's overdosing on the Christmas spirit. He's <laughs> just a guy, and like it makes sense in Destiny with this giant thing. I can't understand the anatomy of. What's a dude in a fucking Kangle hat? Well, you can tell it's not Destiny because this character is not played by Peter Dinklage. Mm. See, someone else got the call. I'm Agent Fei Lau, Division. Activated the same time as you. Part of the second wave of us going in. I don't know what happened as a first wave, Force but one. unfortunately, <laughs> there's still lots left for us to do. I heard yep. there's a virus on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> very old meme, I'm sorry. The Divish. There's also her uh, variant epic fail out. Mm, nice, nice. Whatever. I want to check that. No, no, no. <laughs> it, 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 it filled out all its credit uh, hours at Joke University. <laughs> <laughs> And now Division has a survival DLC. Yes, so, which yay. sounds really fucking cool. Yeah. Like, and, um, I, I reported on this a while ago. They did really patch the hell out of that game and solve yeah. a yes. lot of problems. And yes. I like when uh, developers follow up on you know criticism and stuff like that. It's always mm-hmm. nice to see. Well, yeah. and just I didn't think they'd do it with the Division because it just seems like I mean, don't they release like? Dude, that game is all online. Yes, they've been working continuously no, no, I know, since it was released. But it also that it's 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 one of like two annual Tom Clancy games. I just but I forgot that you know Ubisoft doesn't do the Graw thing anymore. Really, like they'll release one standalone game and support it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I haven't checked. I haven't jumped back in, but I heard that they did. And I survival. Yeah, well, that that Rainbow Six Siege mm-hmm. has also been. Very oh yeah, no, had a me. lot of support and is actually hugely popular not right now. N- not a huge fan of missile boners in America. And all <laughs> but you you like uh, mm. you like Counter Strike. I do. So you'd probably like Rainbow Six Siege. I'd liked Counter Strike like over ten years ago. Yeah, well, you over know, some things ago. never change, Chris. Yeah, games, That's including why I like Overwatch. your tastes. <laughs> Overwatch, baby. <laughs> all right, well, let's move. Which on. I haven't played for months. Number three. Are you back for the night, huh? Shall I warm up Christmas dinner? No. It's going to be a long night, Alfred. Uh, I just ran into a human-shaped crocodile who told me Black Mask has hired assassins to kill me. 
Well, there's the entire summation of the plot right there. I don't <laughs> like that he had to call himself Black Mask after the Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey should be White Mask or Green Mask. Mm. Mascula. Mas- <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, which, sorry, Black Mascula. Which, Wait, what, what, would the, what would Rocky Dennis call himself? Uh, <laughs> um, you know what he looks like? He looks like if you melted the Mac- the McDonald's Moon Man with a magnifying glass. <laughs> That's what. This is a very obscure. Even yeah. no one at the table knows uh-huh. what we're talking about. I know about tonight. tonight. He sang a parody of the song about stabbing sex workers. <laughs> 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 I'm not making this up, people. Oh, Lord. So what Old game Mackie's is this? Back. We're picking them scabs. <laughs> it's uh, Arkham Origins. Yes, Batman yeah. Arkham Origins. And it's it's a good game, right? I own it, but people are like, yeah. it, uh, Rocksteady didn't make it. But well, it's it's not as good as the Rocksteady games. Mm-hmm. But then but, I heard uh, that Arkham Knight still pretty good. Is not that great, and maybe Origins could be the better game. Hmm. I think they're relative, somewhat uh, indistinguishable. Hmm. Uh, the Batmobile, which I wasn't a fan of but got used to, but still would have preferred it not be there, makes hmm. me want to go back and play more Origins, which I never finished. I finished every other Arkham game. Hmm. Um, but it, yeah, I, play, I was playing it on my PC. It looked gorgeous, but I hate playing games for over. 12 hours at my PC. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. This is a game set fairly early on in yeah. Batman's career. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a bunch of the characters he's not familiar with. For example, he's... I'm busting you out of Bat Boy, Bruce! Like, uh, this is mm-hmm. one of my first meetings with Killer Croc. I'm calling him a human-shaped crocodile. Mm-hmm. And uh, He meets uh, the Joker, who I believe is played by Troy Baker yep. in this one. Yep, not yep, Mark yep. Hamill, so totally illegitimate. Not Kevin illegitimate. Conroy. Oh. Before he hit puberty. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, Kevin Conroy impression, Ooh, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, really it's good. somebody else who's big. I, I, I can't remember who's who is Batman. It? The guy who plays Sonic as well? Uh, it's it weird. might be. Yeah, I forget his Roger name. Roger Craig Smith? That's it, yeah. Yeah, he played I'll Ezio. Be back, at, back at 2 a.m., Albert. Bring the chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, like, this, this kind of falls into a, another subcategory that is fun to talk about, which is, like, Hmm. Games that uh, where a bunch of ridiculously strenuous shit happens in the space of one night. Yeah, uh, like you Arkham know, like Knight, Max Payne, Arkham Knight, Arkham mm-hmm. City. Yeah, all the Batman games yeah. pretty much just happen in the space of one thirty-hour night. night. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this this particular thirty-hour night is Christmas Eve. Police and emergency services are urging Gotham residents to stay off the roads and in their homes tonight in light of the severe winter storm that banished Island Bruce. You've been back for almost two years now. You can't expect me to believe that Gotham's most eligible bachelor is spending another Christmas alone. You just ran out of time. Thanks for reminding me that I'm spending Christmas alone. <laughs> I'm never alone when I had the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking in the My parents are dead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I should go back and play this, but this didn't come in the collection, did it? No, it didn't. They snubbed it. Yeah. Although it is referenced heavily yeah. in uh, Arkham Knight. Knight. I remember that was one of the things that struck me when the game came out. It's like, not only do you borrow gameplay features that were pioneered in Arkham Origins, or you were working on them and the Origins team was like, hey, let's put this in Origins, mm-hmm. um, but also like when you're going through the weapon cases in Gotham PD you find like a bunch of the items from Arkham Origins and explanations of when hmm. Batman acquired hmm. them. Hmm. So also explanations for why they're not in his inventory anymore. This had things like uh, it, it had these things that you could fire that would shoot out lines in different directions mm-hmm. that were a little bit just causey. Okay. Um, to, to connect two different things like if you want to like I'm going to hook it to that henchman over there and then to this vase over here and it's going to retract and hit him in the head with mm-hmm. the vase. 
Mission I, accomplished. You broke that vase. Yeah. <laughs> what an evil vase. Uh, well, you know, I've only played three hours of this game, but every year for the past three or four years, I forget when this game came out, 2013 maybe? I don't remember. But It was 1973. Wow. <laughs> it was a dark old. year. <laughs> well, since we live in the Bay Area and there's no seasons and no one really decorates for Christmas, I kind of install mm-hmm. this game every year just to get like a feeling of like the Christmas time with snow and decorations mm-hmm. and like real weather. Because yeah. I'm from Ohio. We don't get any snow here, obviously. So You're welcome. It nails that perfectly, but <laughs> yeah. I just never played more than an hour. <laughs> well, it, it reminded me of um, the what might be one of the best Batman movies, Batman Returns. Yeah, that's right. It's all Christmassy. Yeah, then. It is. Huh. It's totally Christmassy. And I grew up playing like the several billion games that came out, and they were all snowy and Christmassy as well uh, mm-hmm. bat, for Batman Returns. Well, I remember asking one of the developers about this. It's like, mm-hmm. what is it about the juxtaposition of Batman with Christmas that we've mm-hmm. seen that uh, – pop up a few times and I think he just said something like well it's about you know you've got the juxtaposition of the very bright and cheery holiday with this very dark and brooding hero and and subject matter well I this week on Laser Time we talked about Shane Black who like unbeknownst to a lot of people has set every single one of his movies (laughs) at Christmas from Lethal Weapon Last Boy Scout Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Iron Man 3 uh, the long kiss, good night. Um, I love that there is the at nice least, guys. yeah, at least one Marvel Cinematic Universe. Seriously, movie. They, is they, that they take place at Christmas, and the way you described it is just like it's kind of a time of quiet and loneliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like making an action movie based around that. He, I, I, he didn't say it outright, but I thought he meant like you can kind of explain why the streets won't be clogged with people and you can make a big yeah. bombastic action scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, Origins does. It's like, why are there no people? Well, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. and they're yeah. inside it's or they're, they're traveling and or something like not that. Not only is it Christmas, but there's a severe storm warning. Yeah, okay, yeah. So everyone's inside. Uh, all the good people of Gotham are asleep in their beds. <laughs> Nobody's while... going for the door buster for the day after Christmas sales? No, no. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, Joker busts a few doors with a bomb. <laughs> is there, also is there a Boxing building. Day specials in Long Island? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... The, the Christmassy theme does not go to waste. So, little boys, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, wait, I already know. Now, let's see if you've been naughty, boy. Oh, nice. Pumpkin the Santa hat must be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Santa yeah, is their a, leader. It's a Santa. It's an arms dealer in a Santa hat, uh, doing a deal for the penguin. Yeah. What do I want for Christmas? Your two front teeth. <laughs> punch! Punch! I'm writing Batman now. Me. Yay! So is that Santa or one of his helpers? Uh, well, the the guy who was talking was just some punk in a Santa hat. Okay, so it's a helper. Yeah, it's yeah, way I to ruin so. it for me. <laughs> yes. No. The real Santa Claus came down from the North Pole yeah. and is I assisting s- the penguin. This drug deal was too good to pass up. I could see that being a villain on the '60s Batman show. Just like, uh, here's Orson Welles playing Santa Claus. <laughs> ho ho! How do you think I fund all this shit? <laughs> and I will give marijuana to all the children. See, <laughs> <laughs> so played by Paul Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to use your nails, boys. Yeah, the scoutmaster. <laughs> the scoutmaster. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, All right. Number two, fellow citizens and friends of New York. Let me say that this is going to be a great Christmas. Take it away. Oh, shit. There's lots of... I know, I know how to Google Lance, I think, yeah. what this that, is. Um, so... 
This is probably the most obscure game on this list and probably the uh, hardest to find footage for. Mm. This is Infected oh. for PSP, uh. which was an underrated shooter created by Planet Moon, the same people who did Giant Citizen Kabuto, <laughs> uh, and Armed and Dangerous, another Neo game Kabuto. that nobody played, <laughs> but which was wonderful. Mm. And this was a very... Simple, straightforward shooter that didn't really have uh, any vertical camera movement. It was just side to side. And it was all about plowing through these hordes of zombies that had taken over New York during Christmas. I'll let this guy explain. Earlier today, New York was attacked by some kind of killer virus that turned everyone it touched into a flesh-eating maniac. Everyone except you. When you were bitten, you discovered that you're immune to this virus. But that's not all. Your blood is so powerfully immune that if we get just a drop inside an infected body, splat, they explode. Here, let me show you. So, uh... You have to infect the infected. <laughs> yeah, well, what it is is you have two uh, guns. Mm. One of them is a normal gun, like mm. a shotgun, handgun, whatever, that you can pick out and upgrade. And then the other is your blood gun, Dude. which uh, comes out of your arm, and you have to shoot holes in the zombies and then fill the holes with your blood. Wow. And then they explode. <laughs> and, uh, it's <laughs> Somebody read my dream fun. diary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, someday we'll, we'll celebrate the PSP. It has a, too many... Good exclusives for a system it that does. is just and dead. This one like was completely ignored at the time, uh, mm -hmm. completely forgotten. I don't think you can buy it digitally. Like mm -hmm. if you have a PSP and want to track down the UMD, <laughs> that's one way to do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think they'll ever go up in value, but there's never been a better time to buy old PSP games. Uh, whenever mm -hmm. I go to classic gaming conventions, they're always the cheapest things really? there, and I can always find games that are not available anywhere else. What, like, are, UMD, what are UMD movie prices like? Uh, <laughs> they they should be free, honestly, oh, okay. because whenever I go to a classic <laughs> Game mentions like the animal and like uh, <laughs> uh, there was like some Tony Hawk uh, like skateboard tape. Mm. You, can get, you can get two thirds ah. of the entire series run of Viva La Bam for two cigarettes. <laughs> great. But I think I think my favorite thing about this might be the cutscenes, which include zingers like this. Worst shopping season uh, ever. Chala. Find out at eleven. <laughs> uh, that that was a zombie Santa you heard uh, oh, laughing ho ho ho. Those show up a lot in the game, and so does that. Oh, oh I have machine blood gun. <laughs> that newscaster also shows up. Grandmothers had their limbs pulled off and were beaten to death with them. Mothers were ripping open the stomachs of their own children, chewing on their intestines. Diane, there's kids watching. Oh, uh, but the resilience of the uh, the New York spirit not be broken uh, here. Hmm. Hopeful note. Uh, like a beacon shining over all New York, the Rockefeller Christmas tree still stands tall, yeah. ornamented in all its... Diane, those are dead people. A big Merry Christmas from the NYVU news team to all our younger viewers. See you at 11. Nice. What the fuck was that? Why didn't you tell me we were interrupting a kid show, Howard, you fucking amateur... <laughs> <laughs> and the kids show is just like these little uh, Senor Wences hand puppets with oh. like wigs and outfits. Sorry. Sorry. I love you, Daddy. Let's <laughs> go on the lake. Is it live action footage of actual uh, yes. hands? Okay, yes. I like oh, it. I like it. I'm on board for this. But yeah, uh, really, really fun game. Uh, if you can play it, I recommend it. it, it 
you had to get, you had to go there because like very few games do the Christmas thing. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Well, so my favorite movies, movies do are the uh, the ruined Christmas thing, mm. the subverted Christmas thing. Mm. Uh, maybe Toe Jam and Earl. I don't know. Well, I think if you score uh, zero points in a round of Elf Bowling, you kind of ruin Christmas there. I think if you uh, pay money for Elf Bowling, yeah. you ruin Christmas. <laughs> I said I if needed to update my browser. Anyone. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember when they came out for DS? <laughs> yes. Uh. A lot of reverb on that one. What um, the fuck is that? Bob, shit? I think you know what oh, this yeah. is. Oh yeah, this is a Parasite Eve. Yes, Damn. a fantastic RPG. You can draw directly a line from this to Final Fantasy 15. It's a cinematic RPG, uh, sort of made for people who weren't comfortable with RPGs. I think. Mm. Yeah, well, like uh, just watching it again, like re- being reminded, like it's had a really unique combat system that, like, it's semi real time. Like you're running around in an enclosed space. Right. You have to dodge attacks. Uh, and then, like, make sure that you're in range to shoot uh, enemies with your with your guns. This whatever. is probably a bad comparison, but it feels like a uh, a dry run for what Vagrant Story would be. It's like mm. when you want to attack something, you're in a real time environment, and uh, like a little orb comes out that yeah, yeah, symbolizes yeah. where you can fire, mm. and it freezes time, and then you shoot the enemies. It's all like um, it's kind of like an RPG, a light RPG with uh, lots of guns. It takes place in a modern day setting. I feel like uh, a lot of this must have come from the original pitch for Final Fantasy VII, which was mm. so supposed to be about a detective in like a New York style like huh. um, city. Yeah, it's weird. Weird I, that they never, uh, you know. But oh, I guess it, it created this. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, you're you're playing as Aya Bray, I guess. Yeah. And, how how uh, would you pronounce it? Brea? Brea, maybe? Yeah. I, I don't know. But it's funny how this was like, well, what a strong female character. And by yeah. the third game, it's like, she's now a teenager, and people fire guns, and her clothes fly off in pieces. <laughs> don't play there? the third birthday. It sucks. Uh, it's awful, and it's just... Is that, uh, is that greatest Vita, title. Or? It's, it's uh, PSP, actually, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, great, <laughs> great soundtrack, but bad game. See? <laughs> but th- this was set... Uh, it begins... Uh, she's going to the opera on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. In New York City, it's a little weird to begin with, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, with her date Donald like a, Trump, <laughs> yeah. And then, then most of the rest of the game is is set during Christmas Day, and like the Onion AV Club actually has a thing that saying Parasite Eve bottles the feeling of not celebrating Christmas. Mm. That it's like if if you are if you're not celebrating Christmas and you like go outside and see the world, like there's an eerie stillness to everything. Nobody's on huh. the street. And so there's missions to uh, go to the movies and get Chinese food. Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. There should be. There should be. <laughs> well, I mean, their excuse for not showing other people and not having to render like you know crowds and stuff yeah. is that they mm-hmm. evacuated the entire uh, New York City. Well, and, uh, not all of them because oh. uh, this shit still happens when you go to Central Park. the sound of a uh, a crowd that has gathered for a Christmas Day concert uh, slowly melting into a slimy orange mass. That's true. Which, and like your, your first shot of this is like a close-up on somebody's face and one of their eyes liquefies and starts pouring down their face. So just business as usual in Central Park. Yeah, exactly. Just another day in New time. York. I replayed this uh, maybe three years ago and I could be remembering this incorrectly but the game starts at, with an opera in which the woman starts singing and the people start catching on fire in the mm-hmm. audience. Yeah. And then everyone is like, let's go 
robot to another one of these shows, and then <laughs> yeah, the yeah. same person comes out, and everyone turns into goo and I, like congeals I, into I, a giant mass. I think news travels very slowly. I guess in so. The city, um, but yeah, the the main antagonist is uh, this woman named Melissa, who becomes this creature named Eve. And there's something to do with like about like the mitochondria in her body are taking over, and that's like what's creating all the monsters in the game is like the mitochondria are rebelling. The metachlorians. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I believe she got. Except she, these are real. I, I, this is such a convoluted story, but she got like an eye transplant, and the main character got another eye transplant, and that oh, carried okay. the same mitochondria that allows them to communicate with this Eve, which is like the first uh, human or something. I don't know. It's it's not as complicated as like a like. I don't know, Final Fantasy thirteen, but you still have to play the game all the way through to remember it, really. Yeah. And, and, like, I think one of the reasons I didn't really play this much when it came out was, like, it didn't really offer what I wanted from either a horror game or a an RPG, really. Mm. Like, this is just sort of this strange, like, in-between thing that's not really scary mm-hmm. and... Not entirely satisfying as an RPG, so... But it was on 17 discs. What That's true. do wrong? <laughs> I think it was only two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I think it's worth going back to. I feel like this was like an evolutionary dead end for the RPG. I would mm-hmm. kill for a high-budget 12-hour RPG. Um, yeah. Oh, that yeah. never happens. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's either 50 hours or bust, and not, I would love to play another game like this again. not fair, but. considering you could go see fucking... Doctor Strange in IMAX for $25. (laughs) Would you like it to be three times as long? There. There's your $60 12-hour game. Oh, well, here's audio of a rat going all Silent Hill. I don't know why there are a bunch of bats uh, making noise during oh, this. But. That, I thought that, it was, that was giggling Miyazaki dust. <laughs> that rat that nobody loved grew oh, yeah. up to be Trico. <laughs> <laughs> this, this game is really worth going back to, though. It's, it? it's um, I don't know, it's like breezy enough to not like fall into the trap of just feeling dated. Mm-hmm. And it also has a great soundtrack by Yoko Shimomura, again, who, another Final Fantasy XV connection, she does that soundtrack as well. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. Mm. Different directors, but same character designers, same sort of. Uh, you know, embracing uh, fans who aren't really into meaty RPGs, but still giving you enough RPG stuff to sink your teeth into. So, I feel like uh, it's on PSN for like five bucks. Just play it if you haven't oh, played. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's a fun game. Go do that. All right. Well, we hope we hope your Christmas isn't as ruined uh, as the other ones on this list, unless you don't celebrate. In which, uh, let everyone else's Christmas be ruined, so you <laughs> can uh, have more fun celebrating whatever it is you celebrate. That's how it works, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Everyone has to celebrate something. It's the mm-hmm. rules. That's why people get so pissed off when you don't say Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. because if you're detracting from my merriness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't put New Year's on the same level as Christmas, Look, Ethan. <laughs> we have a uh, Patreon-exclusive thing going up. Uh, the Fraggle, The commentary for the Bells of Fraggle Rock. All Christmases are based around people who don't want to die during the equinox mm-hmm. by huddling together, burning everything they have, and singing songs to ignore how they're about to freeze to death. So everybody has a holiday. You figure out which one's yours and come and come and. Uh, but you have to bow in front of my Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm gonna blow <laughs> and, and your mind. Huddle with other people so you don't you don't exactly. freeze to death. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna blow your mind. Jesus was not born on Christmas, guys. No, no. I bet you've never heard that before. No, but he's the reason for the season. <laughs> yes, I'm too edgy for this podcast. I've done all my history research for my grandmother's bumper stickers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, on that note, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some news, some new releases, some some Last Guardian, some Dead Rising 4. Stay tuned. Ain't you sick of it all? 
Well, there's a war on Christmas, it's under attack. But this year America's taking it back. Separate church and state, that's what some lawyers said. I say it's time we separated him from his head. You can call me unchristian, but that's not true. Cause if I got a present for you. It's a thought that counts. Let's get scratching. Thank you guys so much for listening, and if you like listening to stuff, it's a good thing this episode is brought to you by Audible. And before I tell you more about it, know that you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of all Audible is. What is Audible? They've got over 180,000 different titles to choose from, ranging from audiobooks, comedy albums, radio shows, some of my favorite old-timey radio shows, and you can listen to them all on your iPhone, Android, MP3 player, desktop, tablet, doesn't matter, wherever you can plug in head Phones. Audible's got all your, your bestsellers, your Game of Thrones, your Harry Potters, the latest biography from whatever comedian is you like, and they have become my go-to place to get audiobooks for an incredibly low cost. So once again, that's Audible, people, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of the service. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. My story, though. So, we, for a long time, we've had this picture hanging up in the living room, and but it seems like more of a kitchen item. It's like, let's move this into the kitchen. Okay. So, I put one nail in, and I'm like, good. Uh, well, it says, you know, if I go here and go here... This is where the next stud should be, based on every other wall in our house. <laughs> so this is where the stud should be. There's no, there's no light fixture on that parameter. So I'm not gonna like bust a, you know, electrical anything. So I'm clear. Mm-hmm. Nice hammer two. All right. Oh, little resistance here. So I want to hit it harder. Kabam! <laughs> <laughs> I hear a torrential. Oh, I heard that. A torrential downpour of oh. water gushing at oh, no. maximum speed. Oh my god, really? And I'm like, uh, let me... And I, <laughs> I take the nail out of the wall. Oh, and it scorched I, you in the eye. And I swear to Christ, <laughs> like a Bugs Bunny cartoon struck oil, oh. water shoots out in a perfect arc <laughs> at high pressure through the entire kitchen and hits me in the fucking face, goes all over the floor... The first, my, my instinct, immediately, what do you think you do? Um, put your mouth on the hole. Put your finger over it. I put the nail back in. Oh. <laughs> and it fucking works. It sounds like a fucking waterfall. Holy shit. And it's, by the way, it is 10 o'clock at night on Saturday. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, first thing, we have to call a plumber. Mm-hmm. I call one. But yeah, there's, you... a, there's a lot of, quotes 24-hour places. Really? She's like, okay, can I get some information? Like, fucking fun. <laughs> What's your full name and your email address? And <laughs> what's that zip code? And can I also get a block? I'm just like, the whole lobby. We, our 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 apartment is above a garage and, mm-hmm. the, and a lobby, and it is filling with water. Whoa. And she's like, uh, the soonest we can get it's tomorrow morning. Like, did you not hear what I said? <laughs> and tell me your avail- availability first before first. I spell my, my, it's just like, my old you, Counter-Strike name or my email. <laughs> How about- get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again.
And welcome back. I hope you all brought your appetites because in this second segment, we're about to tuck into a big heap and helping of. These are the new releases. They are releasing new the last guardian i will cherish my finally. precious dog son i'm sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> finally out after a billion years uh i want to point out in that development hell i think it's not fair that two games i've been waiting <laughs> almost a decade for a release within six days of one another expect me to finish yeah. them both at the same time you're not expect you're expected to savor them well <sighs> into the new year but mm-hmm. i can't because i know i'm getting on a plane without my fucking gargantuan PS4. Thanks for that hard drive, Mike. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, but it's so huge. You ruined Christmas. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I'm making it slightly harder to fit into your carry-on. Because I knew I had to play Last Guardian before we streamed it and just figured it, it was a remarkably small download, letting you know it's a PS4. Yeah. It's like it was made for a previous generation of consoles. Yeah, 12 yeah. gig as opposed to, let's say, Doom, Arkham Knights, and Final Fantasies. Uh-huh. Oh, mandatory 60 gig installed. It looks so good. It does not look like a PS3 game at all, especially if you've got HDR uh, 4K TV special powers. Mm. God. I don't. Every individual feather is rendered in exquisite detail. Ooh. Are you being serious? I am. It's a beautiful yeah. looking game. I was. I, I get a lot of performance problems on it, actually. Mm, weird. But, like, nothing nothing crazy. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. part of the course for Team Ico. It's mm. like, this game is going to chug, but it's still going to look like... It, you'll do your little look because of the experience. It's not as yeah. important as what it's doing right. Yeah. Exactly, and uh, people have asked me about uh, those issues because I reviewed the game for Fandom. Uh, fandom.com Check out my review. Mm-hmm. And I would say that happened pretty rarely. I would say maybe 5% of the experience, and uh, that uh, even then it did not affect gameplay. Like yeah. At some points in the original Shadow of the Colossus, which I love, that would affect gameplay slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and In The Last Guardian, it really doesn't, I don't think. And it's very rare. So is is Trico actually the seventeenth Colossus, or uh, whatever that number would be? I have not put all the fan theories together. I know <laughs> someone has been dead the whole time, as with every fan theory. But uh, mm. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I I really want to know what the connections are. There are obvious uh, visual connections, and I don't know where this takes place in the timeline or uh, how anything's related to any game. But there are obvious thematic visual connections to the entire series. It's set uh, at Christmas. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. Nice. I only got as far as. Uh, the kid wakes up, sees he has a bunch of cool tattoos, and then throws a couple barrels at the dog. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he eats only barrels. Yeah. Mm, he loves right. them barrels. He's barrels uh, of sweet, sweet dew. He's, he's like... He's like uh, I only eat a Cracker Barrel, so I, I can... He's understand. like a bizarro perversion of Donkey Kong. <clears throat> that, yeah, like, remember how Donkey Kong only eats barrels? <laughs> and Delicious throws barrels. bananas? He shits barrels. <laughs> so, uh, That's where s- they come from. You said perversion. This game is actually a subversion Ooh. of Eco, the first game, because in Eco, you play, um, you're still playing a small boy, mm-hmm. but he is the more powerful one of the pair. Mm-hmm. In this game, uh, Trico, the dog bird uh, Chimera, is the strong, um, you know, member of the pair, and you are the weak character who gets carried away by enemies and who has who needs to be rescued by your stronger, mm-hmm. um, you know, partner. Okay, how does so. that work? Well, um, there are very few instances of combat in the game, but occasionally you will run into enemies, and in those instances, it's it's more a matter of uh, figuring out a way to get Trico to you as quickly as possible so you're not carried away, and when you're grabbed by an enemy, you just mash buttons until they drop you. Uh, and basically, if they carry you away to a door, you just respawn at mm-hmm. the last save point you're or whatever. Dead. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you're dead. But um, You're dead, kid! <laughs> but I did see a, someone like lead up to four guys... To Trico, yeah, yeah, and yum, and he just destroys yum. them. He just like he just plays with them like a cat plays with like a, a wounded mouse, basically. Keep the change, you <laughs> filthy Hatchimal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. It, it's 
it's endlessly cute so far. Yeah, and okay, I will save this, and I, I hate to dominate this conversation, but I have reviewed it, and I have a lot to say. I've just been holding this all in, but um, fine. Let's let Bob talk. You all know me; I'm jaded as fuck. <laughs> I cannot be the I cannot be more jaded. But <laughs> this game, um, I'll go on record saying Bob's the worst. He's I, so I'm jaded. Totally Aerosmith wrote a song about <laughs> it. Exactly. That was about me when I was eleven. <laughs> when I was eleven. <laughs> but um. I'm so jaded, but going into this game, being skeptical, but loving uh, Fumito Ueda, the, direct, the director, and all of his games, um, I totally bought into this. Like, I was waiting for the cracks in the facade to show through. Like, oh, I've seen this animation before. I've seen this behavior before. All throughout, um, the uh, Trico will surprise you yep. with what he does. Uh, he or she does. I don't know what the gender is on this thing. It's just got a cloaca. It, they rendered a cloaca on its butt. What? There's just like a hole in the back. Yeah. So thanks a lot, guys. But so it's got a visible butthole? It does. And I, and I yeah. give them points for that. But... Again, um, another entry for the list. <laughs> the, that's one of the reasons uh, the PS3 could not handle it. It's just oh, the, yeah. the complex AI of this creature, and it is very complex. And a lot of the yes. um, people that are complaining about the game, there are valid complaints to have. I feel like people are ready to have their teeth bare for this game because they're like, yo, you think you're so great after 10 mm-hmm. years? I'll show you. Yeah, we, but, well, I think it's people got so burned by Duke Nukem Forever. Yes. That they're, they're ready for a game that took this long to be awful. This game is nowhere in the same ballpark as that. But I will say, and this sounds like the biggest cop at ever but I feel like frustration is a key element to playing this game it is a necessary part of the experience because it makes those moments where you connect with the creature so much more um, valuable and it makes the creature feel more like a sentient uh, thing rather than like a robot you're controlling I've, I've seen reviews like why can't I just tell the thing what to do like uh, explicitly like jump over there yeah. bring me here do this I that would make the game easier to play, but I feel like it would you would not buy into the illusion of uh, Trico being a quote unquote real living thing yeah. that you are gradually becoming uh, friendlier and friendlier with, and and your relationship does evolve over the course of the game. Mm-hmm. Due to yeah. the fact that we streamed it on YouTube.com/slash/LazerTime, I played through the opening twice, and one of the things I love about it, and obviously it's an, a work of I think it's a beautiful artistic work, but a work of coding and design that this thing, when you normally run up the back of something in a video game you like hear your disc kick in and spin yeah. it's loading a fucking <laughs> cutscene and that's what's happening whereas mm-hmm. like you this thing is doing its own thing all the time forever and you can interact with it whenever and do make different things happen all the fucking time so like I just sort of was like marveling at someone made like a gig a co-op partner that's 40 times the size of you that always is acting on its own will and AI yeah it's, um, it's fun to just watch it like walk around sniff at things when like, it jumps up yeah. near you and like it always knows not to hit you I've seen it clip through the environments after after looking for a long time but it also makes sure never to hit what's the, the boy character's name I don't even know uh, he doesn't have a name yeah, that's not okay. a spoiler by the way just the boy <laughs> yeah it's just the boy like like how it it, boy, no, anyway. it can leap up from like from any distance and know like yeah, let me get my arms like just around hmm. the boy maybe yeah. maybe we'll knock him over a little bit but he never hits you and like hmm. this it, it reacts differently all the fucking time and it's really cool it's really charming I really like that goddamn dog <laughs> that, it, that it's so fucking helpless uh, yeah 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 I, I did like uh, I thought it was a really neat touch right at the beginning of the game when they start showing all like the medieval illustrations of uh, beasts both normal and fantastic. Those are great, yeah. And then the last one is just Trico, <laughs> like no no uh, Latin names, no like well, it was like the unicorn, like uh, <laughs> something unicornus. Einhorn. <laughs> no, it's just Trico. And we were talking find about that, that on both VG Empire and the stream that like if this was so easy to do, somebody would have made. A Shadow of the Colossus plus this, and have never yeah. done it because yeah. it's too fucking hard. And and I, you want to know why this took so many years to make? Like, if you just play around with Trico for a little bit, like, I don't know. There's so many things that like 
most games pretend you get to do, like jump on the back of something. And you never really jump on the back of something. You wait for mm-hmm. a prompt or a interactive, and like where it's, yeah, you got to line his back up with this thing in the environment real well, or this will not work. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I immediately, my first time jumping on a Trico's back, like immediately just started holding R two because like Shadow of the Colossus was, grasping controls. I haven't and, played Shadow of the Colossus nope. or Ico in a long time, but like the, I wanted to turn the on screen prompt off because there's no HUD. Yeah. It's just yeah. beautiful the whole time, except for like yeah, you rem- remember. None of the buttons you'd think would do anything in every other game will do anything here. That's uh, kind of what I like about it, because it does not follow the grammar of controls. It's very idiosyncratic in the way that all of his games are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why people are saying it feels like a PS2 game. It actually doesn't, but he's only made PS2 games. So you're just thinking <laughs> yeah. back to the games he made where triangle is the jump button. You know, No one does that. <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> where where X, uh, X is let go. Yeah. Like your yeah. primary select button oh, will get you fucked and thrown and bucked yeah. every single hmm. time. But I will say I, I win today's uh, Diaper Baby Award because this game did make me cry, and this is not a spoiler. Oh. Michael thought it was a spoiler on Twitter, but I'm telling you it's not. And it makes me think back to something Roger Ebert said that I really always think about when things move me emotionally now, is that when you get older, you're more moved by acts of kindness than, than tragedy. Mm-hmm. In this game, uh, the acts of kindness and the relationship between the characters is what made me cry. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it worked, and that has not happened since, like, Gone Home, and I don't know what made me cry before that, but it's very rare for me to have that emotional reaction. So it's not going back Back to the original Penny Arcade strip that was like when, when <laughs> uh, Trico was or uh, Last Guardian was first revealed that they were like, "All right, yeah, this looks really cool, but you know it's going to go down in one of two ways: right. either the Griffin's going to die or the boy's going to die." You don't want an answer to that mm. question. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I really answer it, but the choices made uh, surprised me, and they are not manipulative at all. Mm-hmm. When anyone would go for a manipulative way to try yeah. to move you, but in this game, I feel like it was a very smart, mature decision that I was impressed by. After I started after I stopped crying. And the, the puzzles no, so far aren't glaringly glaringly obvious. Um, I don't know. I really like it. Man. Yeah, yeah. And like that. The subtle thing is that it, it'll just look at what. Mm-hmm. Might oh, I be love the solution. That. I didn't yeah. know that for the longest time because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. And like Trico will start motioning towards mm. where you need to go if yeah. you get stuck. Yeah. And, like, that's just... It's beautiful. And yeah. what I really like about... I, I'll stop talking about this game because I am just I just played mm. it and I'm really thinking about it, but um, they're not afraid to give you a mechanic for, like, uh, ten minutes. Like, mm. so in this game... Um, uh, for two rooms, you can swim. You can swim underwater, and that's it. You never swim any other time in the game. That's the only time in the game you swim. It's just like for two rooms. You can barely swim. He looks, yeah. like, he looks like a kid swimming for the first time. Are there big looming things underwater that uh, will scare Shadow of the Colossus players? There aren't, actually. And that's that's actually something I, I've been thinking about in that um, uh, Ueda is all about minimalism in games. And this game feels like his most minimalistic game to date. Um there's no traditional narrative, uh, no, and this, these are not spoilers, by the way. There's no real antagonist. Uh, there's only one kind of enemy, and two characters. So I feel like he has scrubbed everything but the essential elements of this game. And I feel like uh, Eco, of course, had some very gamey stuff in it for the sake of it being right. a video game, like those, ba- like the bad fighting. The fighting is bad, mm-hmm. and the boss, the last boss, which is fine, but it feels like a very video gamey thing to do in a not very video gamey game. Uh, but this game feels like the most pure vision of uh, a creator. It, it, like, he doesn't work for Sony anymore. But he was no. contracted to help finish the game. It's a, it, He now has his own studio, which I think is... Uh, I, I, mean, I believe Sony owns The Last Guardian, but mm. he, uh, he started a new studio to finish it. Mm. And then they're working on something else, which they announced recently. And, so. and only... Only uh, I don't know. Only having played as many games and like never seeing anything like Ueda's games... Uh, that Sony is paying out the nose for these kinds of prestige projects. Yeah, and yeah. That, that there's no equivalent 
on Xbox uh, or early access. This is something so weird and and just that's... totally out of the norm. And like, but it requires a crazy amount of uh, just coding and knowledge. Like, I don't understand how you make a character it's, it's really that crazy. lives like this. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I am a little sensitive to people just outright dismissing it or being like, "I played it for an hour. It sucks." Just like no one else is making this. No one else is spending this much money on yeah. this kind of experience. Uh, it's totally uncompromised. There's no like tutorial mode. There's no like babby mode. There's it's just like a pure vision, it's untouched like, by executives. Like manual mm. saves. Exactly. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Can can a project in development this long really be said to have been untouched by executives? I'd be, I I'm very curious to see where that time. Where did that time go? It's funny you mentioned that, Michael, because people have been doing comparisons mm-hmm. to its like first reveal video. It's like all of this stuff is in, in the game. Yeah. And when I was playing it, I was like, okay, this is just going to be a pastiche of different false starts. There's going to be like, I'm going to feel how this was a different game at mm-hmm. times. But all throughout, it feels like there had to be like one design doc. Uh, maybe it was updated over time, but they never moved from their original vision. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I, I, I'm only assuming when I, I did try and think about that, like, why did this take so long? Well, I mean, Fumito Ueda left Sony like five years ago. Five years ago, Jesus Christ! Five years ago, and and so the best I can guess, I think Kotaku wrote a really interesting article about what the fuck Sony's internal Japan development team has been doing because they put out one game (laughs) for the PS3, period. Mm. Um, And like, but I I do wonder what was it? I don't remember. But it was I don't even know if it was something that we got in America. Hmm. But it was. um, But. I wonder if they allotted resources to Last Guardian when they were available. <laughs> and when there were other projects they needed to be working on, that's where they went. That's the only thing I can imagine, because I know I... what you're talking about. Like, the first trailer, like, that shit's in the game. Like, it doesn't change that much. Yeah. Why did this take so long? I feel like there's a story that is not being told and that yeah. we don't we don't need to hear or we don't we're not obligated to hear about the creator. Maybe there is a mental illness problem, maybe there is a, a physical illness problem, maybe there's something happening in his life where he had to step away from games. That happens a lot and we never know the answers. We don't we don't need to hear them, but I have I've a feeling that there's something like that behind this yeah, game. I, I'm very curious about that. There's there are parts of me and I do not mean this as a slam, that it doesn't feel like a current gen game at some at certain points. Mm-hmm. But it's still Miles above in scope and ambition than most games ever bother to to reach for, and it, I, I don't know. I was very moved by it. I'm very happy with it. I'm very happy to call it already one of my games of the year, having wow. only played the first two to three hours uh, th- twice. But um, <laughs> yeah, I really, really liked it. I really found it one of the most satisfying, unique experiences of the year. And please read my review on fandom. And then there's a video review too, if you can't read. So no, read my review. It's also <laughs> you got to write fandom. it first, Chris. <laughs> I called myself Bob Mackey. <laughs> on fandom. Uh, uh, also out this week, Dead Rising 4, which I played a little bit of. Um, Seems like a lot of fun. Uh, I think its big selling point is like it's returning humor to the franchise, and it's mm. returning Frank West to the franchise. And uh, it's desperate for yeah. for me, the big selling it's like point like Star is, Trek. Every other game, yeah. Dead Rising game has to have Frank West, mm. but it, it's it's returning a sense of journalism to the franchise. Like mm. that's how it starts. Like he's a college professor now, and like one of his students is like, "Hey, I found a potential big story at this uh, seemingly abandoned military site where they're like dragging in bodies and." Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I don't like a, this, but... Uh, the great thing is a history teacher and only taught real mm. wars, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually references that. Like, there's, it begins with a dream sequence of him, like, back in the... Uh, Mall? 
Yeah, Willamette Mall, Mall yeah. and just, you know, chopping through hordes of zombies and, like, hearing just quotes from earlier in the series, like, I've covered wars, you know. <laughs> and I think there might even be, like, a Rob Riggle line in there. Oh, no, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. played Frank West. Holy shit. Yeah. A crackle. Yeah. crackle yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, that, that by is, God, the most perfect casting ever. I believe oh, yeah. somebody said, which has been scrubbed from the fucking earth. Like, it no. might as well have but never it, happened. It's the, the quote is something like, why should people believe me? Because I'm Frank West and got millions of fans. It's like, all right, not one of my best when you interviews. say scrub from earth i bet i bet there's a daily motion like yeah, a daily motion <laughs> or bit torrent thing for sure yeah, but like the yeah. idea of you want you want to buy it tough shit uh-huh. there's, there's no box art for it even yeah so i, I don't want to be a hater and i love japanese games but i have to say um i how do you feel about canadian games uh, <laughs> they're good too they're good too i, I love dead rising 2 i like dead rising 3 Dead rising 4 uh troubles me because they removed troubles. nightmare mode mm-hmm. Uh, which is what what original Dead Rising one and two were based on the uh, the three day cycle, yeah. mm-hmm. in which there is a time limit. You replay the game over and over, and by the end of uh, multiple cycles, you are strong enough and know enough about the environment and the schedule to kind of do everything. And they took that out of this game. It was optional in three, but I love playing the games like that, and I feel like there's there's gonna be something missing for me in well, this game. You're it, one of the truly hardcore then, because I think I'm a true was, and honest gamer. Like when when I bring up <laughs> Dead Rising to most people, like that's one of their first complaints. Is like I don't like this thing. Where like I can only see part of the game until I've played the game. I mean, one times. was one was really tough with that. Like yeah, you yeah, could yeah. not do everything. I feel like two, and like off the record in three, you could, ju- but you just have to be like a meticulous planner. I, and like, I they, to... they also removed like the stupid as bricks AI. Yeah, and, and <laughs> they are fucking awful in one. Otis. Even when they remade the game, I mean, I know it's not as easy as just like flipping a switch. But mm-hmm. when they they re-released Dead Rising on PS4 and Xbox One, stay tuned for game deals. And uh, well, we even <laughs> streamed it. Otis yeah. still gets mad at you when you get attacked while he's talking to you that's about. Rude. Yeah, <laughs> that's rude. Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> I gotta say, uh, yeah, go as I was b- saying, you can't see my text if you're playing <laughs> on an SD TV. Sorry. Go, ahead, uh, go back. I mean, if you didn't like Dead Rising One, I'm I'm a weirdo who likes games with timers and restrictions yeah, and stuff like that, like Majora's Mask. But um. I recently played Dead Rising 1 for the first time on PC, and I feel like a lot of the problems people had with that game are now gone because there's, like, no loading time. And I feel like that makes that game much more... Sorry, much less frustrating because um, that added up to so much time on the console version, I heard. Like, 8 to 10 seconds per, like, load. And if you, like, accidentally just, like, turned around and went through a door, or like, Mm -hmm. oh, I wasn't supposed to go through that door, let me turn around another 10 second yeah. long time it looks pretty good for a game from 2006 but we're talking yeah. about 4 but um yeah that's a, <laughs> sure. those are my misgivings I, about 4 apparently you... they they yeah they completely took out the uh the timing thing like yeah. you can't it's not like even 3 you could miss the next story beat if you were just dawdling around and didn't get to it uh but they just completely took that out it's just like you know an open world and you apparently it's easier than the yeah. other games too but i, I just I, even though I really do like you, Bob, I, I loved the like urgency of the original mm-hmm. game, and like as stupid as like your AI partners wa- were, it was still like a thing. Like you, of course, you're the hero. These people are idiots. You've got to make sure that they go in the right place and uh, give them the right weapons mm-hmm. to fight through these crowds. It was a thrill to save them, especially when they couldn't yeah. fucking line up to get into the hole to go to the yeah. safe room. It's just like I got to shove you around until you can climb up <laughs> on this uh, on this like heating duct or whatever yeah but it's it's the game that tries to treat you like to train you to yeah. be bill murray in the montage of the second act of groundhog yeah. yeah when you know what everything's going to happen you make sh- you guarantee you have robbed the bank by yeah. noon so you can ask the girl out to the movie <laughs> uh, but i've grown to love the other the things about this game like the combining weapons which i assume is in this i haven't been paying that much attention to it 
Uh, there hasn't been enough time. Yeah, because yeah. they, they literally just announced it at E3, didn't really say anything else since then, and boom, now it's out in December. Well, I'm guessing you can still make weapons, because yeah. when it starts you out in the dream sequence, it's like switching you between all these uh, different powerful uh, amalgam, we- amalgam weapons. Amalgam. Like, uh, amalgam. Yeah, well, anal gum. Uh, <laughs> but, like, the, the chainsaw or the, the buzzsaw on a yeah. stick from, like, three, and, like, there's an axe that has, like, lightning, mm-hmm. and they all have, like, superpowers that you can charge up by beating the shit yeah. out of zombies. I mean, as long as you can take photos of zombies for high erotic scores, that's yes. all I... Uh, I don't know about I erotic. I've, I've wrecked mm. up Erotic of, has to be a category. Always has yeah, to be a category. L- lots of uh, horror and... Uh, <laughs> scary, I, yeah. I, 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 horror and brutal. Those are the two score types that I've heard. I heard so uh, Frank West's original voice actor is not voicing Frank West this time. He it like tweeted about it. Like it's like him. they didn't ask me, but I love his voice acting. I love the voice acting in the first game. It's that kind of rough uh, yeah. Japanese game voice acting that you don't mm-hmm. hear anymore. Yeah, yeah, but it still has a charm to it that I love. <laughs> that fits in with the B movie flair of Dead yeah, Rising. Yeah. But not I, everyone I is could Canadian. Ever be too. cast in I, an yeah. actual movie? I do love it two and three. How just like you'll see random Canadianness, like protagonists. I'm sorry, I can't save. This game is about zombies, eh? <laughs> it's a We're in Vegas, you know? It's got a Metacritic 75, which is not, not bad. Not bad. Seems Send it about, to hell. It seems about uh, in line with Dead Rising 3. Mm. Uh, it is not the only source of zombie action this week. Uh, Arizona Sunshine is a huh? game that... Uh, Did I, I didn't, play that? I didn't find out about it till today. It's like a VR uh, mm. zombie game with like a single-player storyline. Mm. And... Uh, like, all I've seen so far is lots of uh, very fast-moving footage of, like, first-person shooting zombies in the face with, uh, you know, Vive motion control handguns. So that's pretty cool, I guess. I might check that out later. Arizona Sunshine sounds like a, a potent weed strain. Mm. My Facebook buddy mm, yeah. posted a trailer for uh, Space Pirate Trainer, which looked to me like the... That's been out for a while. Has yeah. it? It yeah. looked like... It's like the... The VR experience I wanted, like just oh, yeah? just make me Tron with guns. <laughs> well, That's fantastic. Go. All right. Uh, also, at this week, uh, Red Faction is coming mm. to PS4. I guess it's the well, PS2 release. Wow. I promised it throughout my entire campaign, and I made it happen. Uh. Red Faction <laughs> Gorilla. No, I think it's just the first one. The one you probably shouldn't oh, play anymore. for real. Yeah. The PS2's weird. choices we, they make are so uh, strange. The origin of GeoMod. Yeah. Although I did, I, I finally started playing one of those for the first time after buying several of them. I, I started playing Red Dead Revolver, which is surprisingly still fun hmm. and very playable. Are uh, there any bad games that start with the word red? Uh, probably. Probably some shitty Christmas browser games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Red-nosed range. I don't know. Um, Werewolves Within is coming out from Ubisoft, mm. a VR social game where it's like the party game Werewolf. I was Ooh. just about to say that. Is that so what it is? Suck at this. Uh, yeah, more or less. But well, it's it's its own spin where uh, you're sitting in a circle with a bunch of other cartoon villagers who are all animated by other players. Uh, your head movements are mapped yeah. uh, with you the headset to, to all of the characters. Then you all masturbate and whoever is on the werewolf last has to eat the werewolf. <laughs> I saw this at a convention, but I was like, I don't want to talk to people. Who do you think uh, I am? It's surprisingly fun because like, you're, you're talking to cartoon characters with people's It voices, looks really so, cool, yeah. yeah. It is It is like really, really fun. And uh, But the, the twist is that everybody... 
is, a, is randomly assigned different roles. So you might be a villager, in which case your only ability is to like, eh, let's appoint a ringleader. That person gets two votes at the end of the round instead of one. You might be a werewolf, in which case like you can sort of sniff out uh, what other players' roles are. And then the, the other roles are important because depending on what you get, you can sort of detect what other people are. So you can use those to kind of cheat and say like, uh, okay, I'm this character and I can look at this person across from me and see that they are either a villager or a werewolf. But I'm going to lie and say, it tells me that you're a werewolf or a, an astrologer. Hmm. And then if that person starts saying, yes, as an astrologer, I can look up into the sky and uh, get hints as to where the werewolves are, then I can say, you're a fucking werewolf because you <laughs> lied. I, I like the idea. What is the platform, though? Is it PSVR? Or just... it's, it's PSVR. It's PC. It's, it's uh, releasing on everything simultaneously. And there is crossplay. So if you're on Vive, you can play with people on Oculus or on uh, PSVR. So you don't need a room of people with VR helmets? No, absolutely okay. not. I was that wondering about that. No, no VR social games <laughs> need you to be in the same room. That's how they were such de- a thing as online play. <laughs> That's how they were demoing it, so I, well, wasn't, I was confused. Yeah, I get what, it, yeah. What are they going to do, though? Like, Here's four separate <laughs> demo rooms. <laughs> Everybody sit down. Uh, yeah, so that that is uh, out and uh, is kind of awesome. So let's see. I think that's it for this. There game. is a Let It Die. Oh yeah, <clears throat> which is a it's a a free to play game from Grasshopper Manufacturer that was it was oh, yeah. in development for a while. They it was like stealth released at uh, PlayStation Experience. Yes, uh-huh. uh, we sent it to die. <laughs> yeah, all I've seen are like a dude running around in his underwear with a flamethrower. Yeah, so I love it. Uh, I mean, it's I haven't played that much of it, but it seems kind of like Dark Souls ish because you're mm. just so it's like Dark Souls, is Dark, what you're saying. Yeah, Dark Souls, but also kind of like a, a roguelike. I mean, I've my game of the year is still Enter the Gungeon, and this mm. is kind of it scratches that itch because you're just going up this tower, and uh, you're it's very Dark Souls, just Dark Souls ish combat. Uh, you know, you just go into a, a random room and you see two or three creatures and. Uh, Use various blades and whatever to kill them, and you collect. You know, you can collect their uh, their weapons, Dark their Souls armor. Was funny, yeah. <laughs> you collect their weapons and armor, but when you die, it's just like Dark Souls. Like you can go back and pick that up, but the free to play element is, or or you can just pay to get it back, or start yeah. to start where you died, or you can pay to skip floors if you've already beaten them. I've uh, I've heard good things about it. I heard it's one of the better Suda games because he didn't actually direct it. Yeah. And that's not a slam against him. I love Killer7, but I feel like that that's where all of his good ideas went. Yeah. And I've been waiting for him to deliver <laughs> on more of that. But uh, I've kind of disliked every game he's made since then. Maybe No More Heroes was okay, but yeah. I review Lollipop Chainsaw and it was crap. Oh, come on. <laughs> now, no, more, no More Heroes uh, and 2 especially, I think, is the apex of that guy. I need to play 2, yeah. Oh, I yeah. need to get a copy of that. Yeah. It's uh, Michael. You work at Ubisoft. <laughs> Go into the vaults. <laughs> I, I, th- I don't think we have that in the vault. We uh, do have a copy of Onimusha Three. Oh, uh, hanging what? around for PC for some. Oh, Ubisoft. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, you what? guys, were, you guys published like RE Four for PC, the first version of that. Uh, did we? Yeah. Awesome. I, I mean, what it really has going for it is that, and this is a harsh generalization that's oh, probably dear. untrue. Oh dear. But like a lot of free to play games, like especially on consoles, they're kind of. I don't want to say soulless, but like, there's not a lot of personality to them, like a like a Warframe or a Planet Side, where it's like you're just you're just a soldier. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, you, you'll pick up like a football helmet and uh, 
like a a tight t-shirt and just like run around and you can pick like the, one of the major elements of the game are um mushrooms so mm-hmm. uh and the re- i wish i had a better like comparison point for this but it's like uh in tobol number one uh-huh. uh you'd pick up potions in the quest mode and you wouldn't know what they do so some of them are are good for you to take but sometimes you want to pick one up and throw it at an enemy and you right. can uh hurt them with it or maybe heal them yeah and yeah if you get it wrong then yeah you're fucked but uh, I don't know. I just really like because it's got a lot of personality. Like I forget the name of the, the like your guide in the game is called like it's not Death Junior, but it's just like a great game. There's a character yeah. they should bring. I back. know Death uh, Junior. It's like the Noid. It's like a it's like a funky Grim Reaper. So okay, yeah. All right, it's a weird game. I like it. Well, Chris, so we it's stream. your time to shine. Mm. Take my advice, do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? Listen up, bargain hunters, because I'm about to fuck your dicks in the ass! Uh, the mic... <laughs> Is that good? Oh, so diagram. You, you've been playing genital jousting then. Um. <laughs> uh, the Microsoft Store has $20 off all editions of Forza Horizon 3 right mm. now. Uh, in addition to a deal you'll have missed by the time you hear this, but you could get ReCore and Battlefield 1 for $20. They're not saying yet, uh, but it's Black Friday-esque. PSN. I want to tell everybody to get a PSN, uh, a PlayStation Plus account. Before you buy any new games, get a uh, Xbox Live Gold account, PS Plus account. and we'll, I won't have to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I won't have to tell you that Boy and His Blob is $3. Um, oh, man. 75% off. If you have PS Plus, it's a little less off if you have a, a regular account. Uh, Let It Die is free. Arkham mm-hmm. Knight is fifteen ninety nine premium edition, and Disney Infinity 3.0 is a sad right five ninety nine. dollars um, <laughs> Amazon. Legend, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Perhaps you've heard of it. Uh, perhaps you have a 3DS. Perhaps you didn't want to pay the $40 Nintendo wanted you to for the last five years. Fifteen ninety nine is the price you can not get bad, it on. Not bad. On Amazon, right. it is a digital code, but it's that means you can download it instantly and Whatever you have, Prime, nothing's faster than that. Uh, Smash Brothers Wii U is 33 bucks, and I believe price matching GameStop. Uh, Rock Band Rivals with the wireless Fender Jaguar guitar bundle is $39.99. Uh, Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid V, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. $11. Oh, man, get that. Yeah. ASAP, jump on that. For my, uh, platform? Uh, my game of 2015. Uh, nice. uh, sorry, I don't know everything. Uh, but for, for the current gen, buy a current buy gen that. system as well. Uh, Target... They're clearing out uh, physical copies of Dead Rising, it looks like. So they're $9. Oh, uh, for oh d- Dead Rising. One and, and two. De- yeah, for oh, okay. PS4 and Xbox I was say, that just came out. Those are great. Those are great. <laughs> yeah, for $10 for, especially. For 9 bucks with a disc, and I know a couple of you are very, very big sticklers for that. Um, everybody is discounting... Um, no, it's not the division. Blood, uh, Battleborn. Battleborn is like nine dollars almost everywhere. <laughs> Thinking um, of that, um, Mark, be not proud. Yeah. Uh, GIF. <laughs> it's a slow master free to play. Uh, Best Buy next week on the seventeenth uh, till the seventeenth, as of this Sunday, we'll have a buy one get one Nintendo game forty percent off, and that goes across almost every first party Wii U and 3DS game. Does that count Bayonetta two? I uh, if they if it's still in stock, Ooh, maybe. But like everything from Splatoon to Mario Maker to uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon all really great games Color Splash all that crap um, and a site called 
Saga Gamers S A U G A will steal your credit Gamers. card information for free. I verified to make sure it works. Hope it, you like adware. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an it's an email that will come to you in 24 hours. It is a highly discounted one year of both PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold. Sounds on the level. Um, <laughs> I checked it. I did. People said that they got their email in 24 hours. Their code and you. If you have a, any of these systems, you need this. Period. Mm-hmm. It's normally fifty to sixty dollars a year. You can get PS Plus for forty five ninety nine with promo code Friday or Monday, one of the two, uh, and Xbox Live Gold for thirty seven ninety nine instead of the normal sixty with promo code XBL. Mm-hmm. Again, wh- however I spelled that, and it's not Sausage Gamers because it looks like it. And that would be the end of game deals. Boom! Bye. Take my advice. Do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. Through our Amazon links, please. What are you buying? All right, well, let's move on to... Close to being done with my taxes. Well, that, that sound loaded. That's uh, not news. Uh, but what is news is uh, a ton of stuff from PlayStation Experience. Uh, I apologize ahead of time. Just about everything I got is from PlayStation Experience because I feel like you either saved your stuff for that or it, you got uh, drowned out. Uh, the biggest thing out of PlayStation Experience, The Last of Us Part 2... Part, you got to put the part That's in there. How you know it's classy? Part yeah. two, like was Karate Kid Part Two, and Revenge of the Nerds yeah. Part Two, <laughs> uh, Hangover Part Two. It was that they announced that, and it's going the uh, the route of The Walking Dead, where you're playing as the uh, the female uh, lead from the first game that wasn't the protagonist. Now, now she's the protagonist, mm-hmm. Ellie. We presume. Yes, we know she's going to oh, kill that, that, a lot yeah. of people. Okay. But Joel's still in it. Yes. Yeah. Spoiler for the trailer, because I know that's a thing now. And Ellen Page gets another check in the mail. <laughs> Wait, was that her? No, uh, no but it yeah. was. There's oh, a yes. kerfuffle because it looked like. Yeah. Her. <laughs> uh, also, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite what? was announced, and Ultimate oh. Mortal Kombat. Sorry, Earl, Ultimate Marvel. Mm. Did I say Mortal Ultimate? You Mortal did. Kombat? Yes. Yeah. Look, that's uh, a game I, too. I have a, I have a preference, Mortal man. Mortal Kombat Three. I have a preference. Uh, is coming out in the 90s. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was announced, and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 released for PlayStation 4 nice. uh, during PlayStation Experience. I have no idea what what uh, Infinite actually adds and how it's different and all that. Well, it looks to uh, add some new characters. Mm-hmm. You have your playable Mega Man for the first time in a 3D um, MVC So Mega game. Man X, though, right? Yeah, it looks like Mega yeah. Man X. Uh, and also, you could see in the gameplay reveal trailer, the Infinity Stones look ah. to not only be concurrent with the Marvel Cinematic Universe's mm. Infinity Stones powers, but they're things they'll things you will use a little more, not flagrantly, mm. but like a little more clear of how they'll be used in battle. Where I, I know they could be used in MVC One. Looking for Bob just for support mm. here because I forget how the Infinity Gems works in I the think one they game. Showed up in the first totally Marvel superheroes. They, yeah, that's yeah. it. And they didn't show up in any of the MVC games. Yes, but you could clearly see Captain Marvel using one, like a time gem, and mm. using them to uh, execute certain moves. Yeah. Very interesting. And it's a uh, two versus two instead of three versus three, which probably means smaller cast. But that oh, what it what, it, what was an ultimate MVC? It could three, mean smaller like, cast, but it never really mattered yeah. because like you couldn't really have more than 
four people yeah. on screen at once, and that's for momentary assists. Mm-hmm. Have they announced the entire cast? No, no. I'm hoping they have uh, Miles Edworth in this one. Yeah. They had Phoenix Wright in MDC3, right? They did. Yeah. They do have Captain Marvel. They did. They had Captain yeah. Marvel. I believe so, it's her first appearance. It's actually appearance. the dark version of the character named Miles Edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> he makes dead baby jokes online. Yeah. Uh, enough, wait, those are the only fans of Miles Edgeworth. Did I see Beautiful Joe? I thought I saw a picture of Beautiful Joe as part of that. It looked like a Rainbow Road level. I'm sure you'll get a ton of fan Mm. service. Uh, Yeah. I didn't actually watch the trailer. Mm. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Here's the thing. I love Capcom and Capcom games. Sorry, Chris. But they led with uh, Mega Man X in 3D, leaving you to think, like, oh, my God, a new Mega Man X game for all of us not knowing that they're going to announce this game soon. So I feel like that was a little, like, I feel like Capcom, they are they, So you have they a problem trolling. with the four seconds. The four mm-hmm. seconds before Ryu and no. Iron Man appeared. I feel like Capcom and, is intentionally trolling Mega Man fans at this point. They're like, you'll, you'll never get this. Oh, at this point. Yeah, at this yeah. point. At this point. <laughs> well, for the past <laughs> five years. I will sure. only accept Mega Man in a Capcom fighting game if he's a, a fat old guy. Yeah. I, I want more fat Mega Man. Oh, right. Honestly. Namco versus Capcom? You were all yeah. over 30. <laughs> I want to point that out right There was now. no Capcom versus Namco. Wait, that was Capcom. Never mind. No, yes. I sincerely I sincerely want more fat Mega Man because I thought that I character was, was underrated and awesome. And any other time, that would have been hilarious. But, mm-hmm. you know, there you go. Uh, Wipeout Omega Collection uh, will be dope, coming man. in summer of 2017. I'm just glad that there is Wipeout video game news mm-hmm. and it's not yeah. about the dumb game show. <laughs> mm. Because I remember for you, John Henson. Ugh. But no, it that was poor just. Man. This is the, uh, the racing game with Pfizer and all mm-hmm. those other. Okay, awesome. And Daft Punk and whatever. Yeah, it's a collection yeah, yeah. of the, the previous Fire ones started. none of you played. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is pretty neat. Yeah, but it was just for years, like, anytime I would get a, an email in my inbox mm. that said, Wipeout coming to Wii or whatever, mm. it's like, oh, no, not the one I want. Mm. It's the other one. I uh, hope it has Roll Cage. Yes. <laughs> I love that game. I forget that there was that uh, was there's awesome. that Wii U game that basically ate uh, Wipeout Crunch. We did stream, which, uh, what it was called. Fast Neo Racing or something. Yeah. That's really good. If you want something to, to tide you over until uh, Wipeout, that game is really rad. Be more extreme G, I'll yeah. move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parappa the Rapper and Logo Yay. Roco will be coming to PS4. I, like, slightly remastered. I don't know how exactly that works. Because I mean, if you bought the fucking PS Classic version, it's broken and not yeah. very playable. Yes. It um, is, yeah, and I and I, this looks great, but I am holding out hopes for Unbearable Lamy, which means I will die. Casey because... Green wrote a whole comic about how hard those games are to play now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, but I mean, the... normally I'm a, a you repping cool guy, but uh, like I can barely hit you repping good. <laughs> on, uh... It looks it looks really great. I didn't play the demo, but um, it looks really great. There's there's like it's like basically like a 20 minute game, so I'm sure that there are yeah. not a lot of assets to to fix up. But I'm glad they're doing it. I hope they recognize other Parappa games, and maybe bring him back for something new other than that you bad fighting it. game. <laughs> <laughs> Battle Royal. Yes. <laughs> you know it was good because they laid off the entire team when it was finished. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, there was uh, a new Death Stranding trailer at PlayStation Experience that, uh, that included insane. Mads Mikkelsen as a cast mm-hmm. member. Uh, yeah, okay, so yeah. and Guillermo more, del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro oh, the guy in the yeah. opening. Yeah. Out of all the announcements I heard, I did. I'm surprised I didn't hear the announcement that Hideo, Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro, Mads Mikkelsen, and Jeff Keighley are in a polyamorous relationship and very happy together. <laughs> <laughs> because it seems extremely likely. Yeah, it really is. If you look at all their hard-ons when they're lying down next to another, you can build a little, a little roof on top. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I follow Kojima's Twitter, mm-hmm. and he seems to think the catchphrase for this game is, I'll keep coming. Mm-hmm. And he keeps mm-hmm. posting that over and over. I'm like, did no one tell him uh-huh. about this? <laughs> like, I'll keep coming. Um, <laughs> what are they... I seriously, Big time dick explosion. <laughs> Tangent love making the game. I'm, I'm seriously curious to know, like, is there going to be a backlash when people realize this isn't more Metal Gear? 
I wonder if there's going to be a backlash. Weird babies. And and I'm I, I'm just speculating here, just trying to create a conversation. I love Kojima and I mm-hmm. love everything he does, but without a ruthless corporation, like dude, rein it in. Yeah, and, and rein it in a little bit. Like the trailers so far have been so vague and weird. And I lo- again making conversation. I love that. Mm-hmm. Did you see the thing that happens if you play the last trailer with this trailer together? Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. So like when yeah. Norman Reedus is like clutching the baby and it disappears, uh-huh. if you're playing the trailer side by side. Like right with it, YouTube doubler, or with something? YouTube doubler, it, yeah, it, like right when it leaves Norman Reedus, it ends up inside of Guillermo del Toro, oh. and like, and, and like, does this mean anything? Kojima's like, I don't know. Retweet. Think about what you want. It's very specific, <laughs> no. and like you want. And I remember wondering when I was watching that trailer, like, this is taking a long time yeah. to get started. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, you're putting little clues in this thing that probably won't be out for fucking years. Yeah. Uh, Also, Um, these are some great digital shorts, but uh, like PT, but you're making a game. You're right, Chris. I feel like he does need a corporate overlord to crack the whip because I mean, I I don't know if that's true, but this will be fascinating to watch. As much as people are like fuck Konami, I'm like, well, I I get that and I agree, but you didn't, you never had to work with him. Maybe he's hard to work with. Mm -hmm. Maybe he like will just do whatever he wants. You never had to drop a hundred million dollars on the development of a single game that, when it sells more than any other game this year, will only make eighty million. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, he's a genius. And if we're nice enough to Konami, they'll re-release Sunset Riders in some form. <laughs> and, uh, I don't. I don't want to risk. They that. have no other choice. I mean, All the developers work in the shipyard <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. I I love Mads Mikkelsen. I love Guillermo del Toro, and I love Hideo Kojima. I'm tremendously excited to see them working together. But I'm sort of tremendous. Uh, it's it's like, <laughs> have you guys seen the trailers for Nerdland? Where it's yeah. like, I adore everyone involved in this project, but I am not entirely sold on it just by looking at yeah. it. So I really want to see, like, what is the game exactly? Because this concept looks really weird and really intriguing, yeah. but, like, I have no idea I get this really weird what it'll be. If we didn't, Brett and I didn't say, we were waiting that Final Fantasy fifteen pre-order line, and, like, I guess I haven't, I, I talked to people we know and work mm. with and I'm guessing war has changed <laughs> well, babies just, are weapons it was just we're sitting in lines with strangers and we're all goofing around and getting and getting along and then like and all of a sudden it's like uh, No Man's Sky is like this dog whistle for hatred and, hmm. and, un, and distruth in the games industry where I'll, I'll say that, like, that game pretty much told you up front this is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. You're projecting your own beliefs on this and what you think it should be. And there, he, he misled some people into thinking, you can see other people, therefore there's multiplayer and space battles. All that stuff. I know he said a bunch of shit, but like, Kojima's just telling you nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, letting you speculate everything. So like, if there's not some detail on what this actually is in some time, I'm just saying, I predict, I don't want there to be a No Man's Sky situation. People hating the mm-hmm. game and they finally no. see what it is. Because right now there is no indication of what this is at they, all. They did reveal that you almost it, you almost know this premise of the story. You don't know yeah. that yet. But the, at all. they reveal the engine that will be used in the game oh, is yes. one made by Guerrilla Games. Oh, okay. So man, if you're pretty, pretty, pretty you're a Killzone fan, mm-hmm. do we do we know what uh, scratch that itch? Do we know what stranding means? Mm-hmm. Because I saw I follow uh, Kojima on Twitter and he posted a bunch of pictures of leaves on the ground and he, he posted Autumn Stranding. I'm like, does stranding mean something now? <laughs> I I don't know if it's a word. I, I believe it was the Japanese title for Gilligan's Island. <laughs> stranding. <laughs> I thought you know being marooned on a desert island, but maybe it refers to strands of something. <laughs> I'll, I'll steal your sunshine, motherfucker. Gilligan no Daibokan. <laughs> I think we always called it making oven mitts when we weaved our jizz together on each other's bellies. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. You got to get one over the other. <laughs> it's it's <Yes>. cathartic. <laughs> well, there's no more potty talk uh, because we're moving <laughs> on to uh, Bulletstorm is getting a remaster. So uh, you'll be yes. able to shoot dicks in a higher resolution and yes. faster Kill frame rate than before. Mm. This is the first game that will be published by Gearbox. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Bulletstorm was a, fu- a really fun shooter. Yeah. What's well, the it. big news there? Oh, I have no idea. It's coming out April 7th. Yeah, oh, there's new that, characters in you, it, right? You'll be able to play through it's, it as Duke Nukem. Ah. And he'll be fully voiced. Which, which is, and yeah. presumably we'll have different lines in the cutscene. I'll shoot your ass. Which is like, I work for cheap now. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I left the anime convention with <laughs> this? Uh, like, <laughs> but some, I th- they follow a... Uh, an account on Twitter, uh, Box <laughs> Arts. Google, the Google stranding you just by death strand. Yeah, yeah. it's not uh, a word. Right. Uh, I, I follow uh, Box Arts. Screw up on Twitter. Oh, they're great. And they, they had a great tweet that was uh, showing the new, uh, the box art for the the remastered Bulletstorm, and then just like it's just like the the bad guy and uh, Gray, whatever his name is, the Steve Bloom character, yeah. just grimacing at each other and like their huge faces on the cover and he just like zooms in on their their noses which have like weird shadowing and look kind of hairy and then he hmm. just like jams nose hair trimmers up in the end. Sounds like a WarioWare game now. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> hey, come on. What else you got? Uh Telltale announced or they revealed at uh the Game Awards yeah. that there is a Guardians of the Galaxy series coming next year. Ooh. Yeah, and I think um like I'm not bitching at anybody in the Laser Time community Facebook group, but they were sort of like, it's hard to get excited about this. Because, like, we wanted a Guardians of the Galaxy game, and they tell you it's a Telltale game, there's a little bit like, uh, How, right. What else form will could this game come out? Could you make Five a Guardians- years ago? Any other form. But now, yes, we know this. Yeah, but the- I also feel like this is the... Telltale is make, good at making games where you're dealing with interpersonal relationships and bouncing all that. So I, if I want to play a game where I have a conversation with Groot and I don't want to anger Drax, <laughs> I like Dave, I'm with you and I'm, I'm definitely in the also in I the. I only have one space candy bar to give out. Who do I give it to? Star Lord will remember this. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> who are you gonna uh, give this mixtape to? Yeah, Groot will am. <laughs> like, uh, like, but it Groot is will Groot this when you love a property and the only person serving it is Telltale, yeah. which is pretty much the case if you like. Anything outside of games that are hoping to get a game made out of it, your yeah. own, only hope is Telltale. Well, I mean, part. Telltale mm-hmm. is like one of the only companies that can do licensed games mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, look at their Walking Dead games versus everyone else's Walking Dead games. To uh, some extent, mm-hmm. I would say that Telltale excels because it focuses on mm-hmm. story and plot yes. and characters mm-hmm. more than it does gameplay. If you were looking for a game where you get to be Star-Lord, you're not getting that. And and that's I think that's what bums people out. If you wanted to play as Drax or Groot, you're not getting that. You will not be able to play a game as the Guardians of the Galaxy. You'll be pretty much interacting with the story of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. All right, you, so you won't be able to repeat the same combos I'm not, over and over again. I'm, just, I'm, I'm expressing a, a form of frustration. Brawler. And, it, and only be on. I'm not blaming Telltale. I'm more blaming Marvel. Like your movies have never been hotter. Mm-hmm. There's still no Marvel. This is like the first fucking Marvel game. Uh, the first Marvel game based I mean, since on Iron Man three on yeah. iOS since I yeah there you go <laughs> yeah well, something last, to trick yeah. little kids and spending their parents' money um, it's not fair I don't know this is but I'm excited yeah because I, I thought the trailer was great I know they'll do a good job I love I wonder what they're gonna do with that voice cast like the voice cast though because you're you, not getting Bradley Cooper Chris no, Pratt no, no. Batista if, if you pitched yeah well I think you can find out who the voice actors are because the voice actors strike or who leaked oh uh, really yeah yeah. Uh, but but like if you would have pitched what um, the Batman Telltale series is, which is mostly like be Bruce Wayne, 
You can't make a game out of that. There's no gameplay there. But I mean, the investigative parts. You know? It is, which which are the most yeah. gamey a Telltale game has ever been. Yeah. But I mean, again, those are the most fascinating parts to me for Arkham games when mm-hmm. Batman is a detective. But you would never be able to see that side of Bruce Wayne in a game. It's just mm-hmm. not something that would have happened. It's yeah. nice that it's happening in Telltale games. Uh, I, I I don't know. I just I, I didn't read that before. Like people like legit like, man, a Telltale game. Like I just I wasn't used to that, but I understood it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's the only way it'll happen unless you want to play some uh, Guardians of the Galaxy runner game on I iOS. Know. I swear to God, we'll get like 19 space games this year with a team of five, can and none I, of them will be Guardians. Can I just play Last Guardian of the Galaxy? Last <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, uh, so there were a lot of other things that were announced. I'm just going to oh, shoot yeah. off a bunch of other things that were uh, revealed to be coming to the U.S. or just coming out in general uh, from PlayStation from PlayStation Experience. Uh, so next year we're getting both Yakuza 6 and uh, the Yakuza 1 remake. Uh, Rampa Yakuza 0? Yakuza, no, it's like... Uh, or 0 is a prequel. Yeah, that one's Bobby, coming out. That's, that's coming out. Than I do. Well, that's coming um, out in January. Okay. Uh, Yakuza 6 is the... Uh, is 0 the one that goes back to the 80s? Or is yeah, that... Forget, okay. Yeah, God, there's so many Yakuza sure. games. I need to finish 5 yeah. on PS3. Yeah. Same, but like... So there's three Yakuza games coming out for PS4 in like the next year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one they've already announced, and then the two that they announced at PlayStation, PlayStation Experience Six, and the it's a remake of one. Okay. Uh, Rampa V3 oh, Killing yeah. Harmony. I'm so excited for this. I can't believe it got, it got like a trailer at PSX. They would not give it that yeah. at E3, but it got one here, and I'm excited. Like people know about this game and they want it. They so. got your card, Bob. <laughs> Uh, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. I still which... can't get any confirmation with Studio Ghibli involved with this or not. Well, they they were in the, with the first. Yes, heavily, uh, and they're, they're not. Their name isn't mentioned in the trailer or the huh. logo hmm. or anywhere else. It just says Namco and Level Five. It could be like Jade Cocoon, where they hire uh, Ghibli Ghibli artists that have that distinctive look to their drawings and characters, and but they... don't actually have a Ghibli like the brand mm. association. Mm. But I, um, and I never did play it. I, I should probably pick it um, up. I'm home for the best. Like I feel like uh, Nino Kuni One was the best looking bad RPG I had <laughs> to review. It is like um, playing. It's essentially like a worse version of Yokai Watch. Like almost all. All the mechanics are the same. The way you catch monsters, the way you level them up. Uh, I feel like they made it better with Yokai Watch, but I still don't like Yokai Watch. So this one uh. could be better. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I have a lot of Yokai Watch opinions. Uh, this is the. Lucky to have you. Uh, yes. That's why I'm here. Here's the Brett part of the list: Ace Combat Seven in uh, and uh, why is Ease Origins. Yeah, that's a 2012 game, but yeah, uh, you know, God but, bless them. Yeah, yeah, it came out on <laughs> PSP. Well, no, it came out on PSP. And that was the only way to get it. My for grandmother and people. <laughs> Why? Look, it's, on, it's on Steam too. It's oh, the Steam it? version, but great, yeah. for console games. Yeah, they're, yeah. Say, they're saying Heil Hitler in Washington, <laughs> but God bless them. It, uh, that's and, a Midwestern insult, Chris. It's and, such a 1936 thing to do. <laughs> and another formerly PC only game, Dreadnought. Hmm. Dreadnought, yeah, yeah. And uh, this is the only story that I picked out that wasn't uh, PlayStation Experience or Video Game Awards related. Will Ferrell will play an esports star in an upcoming comedy movie. <laughs> will Ferrell, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> I cannot wait to see gamers get incensed at the comedy mm-hmm. meant to cater to them. Uh, well, <laughs> look at the reaction to Grandma's Boy, Grandma, which is a fun film. Uh-huh. Really so is, say. really is. I mean, it's, it's a bad Adam Sandler movie, but uh-huh. like, you'll miss them when they're gone. 
Uh, but uh, also, Crash Bandicoot remastered. They showed that, and people lost their fucking minds. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Made by the. So it's coming next year, and I think they have an official name for yes. it, like the uh, the end trilogy. trilogy. Insane trilogy. trilogy. That is very offensive to um, <laughs> the insane. The insane. Yes. <laughs> the criminally insane. Yes. All those mentally disturbed engage users. <laughs> <Yeah>. Crazies. <laughs> we call them. Yeah. Uh, community segment. It yeah. is segmenting the community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what is your favorite Final Fantasy game or spinoff or favorite JRPG if you haven't played a Final Fantasy game and are a goddamn liar? <laughs> Does Bib have an answer? Bib? I did. I mean, I helped vote in last week's show. Uh, That's true, you did. And my, my pick is kind of boring. It is six. And uh, you can go back to last week's show and listen to all the reasons why six is great, but... Yeah. Uh, it found me at a very important time in my life. I was 12 and feeling emotions for the first time, and it was this deep, dark story with all these characters and death, and the game, uh, it ends in the middle, but it doesn't really end, and it has great music, and um, I was obsessed with it. I drew Moogles on everything. <laughs> nice, and nice. Uh, I will say my less boring pick is 14, mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like everyone overlooks it because it's an MMO, it's an MMO but MMO? it is hmm. so, so good, and it has everything you've missed from Final Fantasy for the past 15 years. So please give it a try, a free trial, if you're interested in playing like um, a modernized version of all the stuff you love in Final Fantasy. Yeah, this, that would have gone over so much better if 15 wasn't out. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than 15, but I still like 15. Oh, okay. Uh, first hey! Was, oh, I wasn't on last oh, week's that's episode. true, you weren't. Uh, <laughs> well, my the, of the Final Fantasy games, I've only played 7 through 9 for any extensive period of time. I'm glad we held like, it for the expert. Yeah. Well, I know. Look, look, well, that's why I'm going with the other answer. I I really liked I really liked 7. Okay. But Suikoden 2 is my favorite ever uh, JRPG. Right, nice, nice, nice. joke answer. Yeah. And I've played 1 through 3, uh, each of them more than once, but 2 is the one I would probably go to again. Lovely. Uh, first responder in the forums was Smur, who said, My favorite is Final Fantasy IX Ooh, because of Vivi. I thought his story, which was written after Sakaguchi lost his mother, was really touching and poignant. It's a fun throwback game with a good story and was a nice comeback after the hot garbage of Final Fantasy VIII. Ooh, <laughs> throwing uh, shade. Dreamsphere said, I watched a friend play X and I decided to dive into it and uh, loved it. I'd go so far as to say it was my favorite PS2 game and yes, I had Snake Eater. I'm waiting wow. for all of you to get mad. Um, I love the game so much, I spent over 100 hours. I had filled the sphere grid uh, in for all my characters and was in the process of clear sphering and putting the Lux spheres in the, the fight uh, to fight the hidden boss. I took my memory card over to a friend's house to show him my team. I was incredibly proud of for the first time in my life. After showing him, I was saving my progress, uh, my process during this. He uh, turned his console off as we were leaving so he could go somewhere. After getting him... After getting him, I, I popped my memory card in and loaded my game. Save corrupted. Cannot load. Oh, no. I turned into Darth Vader. Yes! <laughs> Thank you. I still do not let my friend forget what he did that day. He was supposed to be the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Rock 963 said, If I had to pick one, it would be Final Fantasy VI. It was the game that solidified JRPGs as my favorite genre. It's also one of the first games that made me cry multiple times. The opera scene, I cry like a bitch every single time. The scene isn't even that sad, but the music is so beautiful that it just hits me on an emotional level. Whenever I play through the game, I have to tell my husband, 
I'm up to the opera scene. If you hear me crying downstairs, there's nothing wrong. The scene just makes me cry. And he gives me shit for it. Damn mm-hmm. you, Estrogen, for making me emotional. And speaking of husbands, I actually wanted to walk down the aisle to that song when we got oh. married. Oh. Unfortunately, the minister we hired to officiate my wedding forgot to bring the sound system that day. Spent my whole life waiting to get married to that song, and it never happened. Arg! I did record that entire scene on a VHS tape as a kid, along with many scenes from <laughs> nice, that game. Nice. Yeah. I will go on to read this one. Okay. Um, Bladed Falcon said, Final Fantasy Tactics, nice choice. Despite having two different flawed localizations, wow, throwing shade on the, the better one. I found the story to be incredibly smart, original, and complex. The setup alone feels like a breath of fresh air even to this day. You follow the story of a person branded a heretic by history books, while your f- best friend slash rival is the one that has gone down as a legendary hero and king. It had Game of Thrones-style family power plots and twists before that became a thing in mainstream media, and it also served as a scathing indictment of organized religion and the way history events are written. How many games dare even attempt touching such issues, let alone actually pulling them off successfully? And that's the game where Jesus is a demon. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. That is resurrected. Nice. Blade Falcon. <laughs> uh, Broken Warp Pipe said, Final Fantasy IX gets my vote for being a return to fantasy form. After the more futuristic slash modern settings of FF6, FF7, and FF8, as well as going back to the tried and true active time battle system with your basic battle commands, no drawing magic, no materia slotting, uh, though your characters do learn skills based on the weapons they used and accrue AP to master those abilities a la Final Fantasy Tactics. But even if you didn't know it was a throwback, it's still a fun, high-adventure story with equally fun and enjoyable characters. Even when Zidane, the dashing rogue main lead, uh, it says Rouge, but it's rogue, hmm. uh, main lead, learns of a dark secret about hmm. his origins, he just rejects it and keeps being a good-hearted swashbuckler. Yeah, take that, Cloud. Hmm. The world is nice and expansive to roam around in, with hidden bosses, ultimate gear to find, a more fun version of Triple Triad, and a good villain to fight in Kuja. Mm. Uh, OBGYN Kenobi <laughs> says, uh, FF10 for me, I, had, I just lost my job. Hey, we have something in common mm. with our mm. Final Fantasies, uh, OBGYN. Um, when it came, uh, came out, don't drink and drive, people. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> That just sounds like a more interesting story. Hmm. Tell me that one. Uh, so I had nothing to do besides totally lose myself in that game. Uh, he's just saying that's his Final Fantasy fifteen tip. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did everything, including the horrible two two hundred lightning bolt dodge oh, and God. awful chocobo race. I bought the soundtrack and I even beat and enjoyed FFX uh, two. Is that how you say it? Ten two. Ten two. Yeah. Uh, since I wanted to spend more time in that world, I recognize its flaws, but I really came to enjoy the characters. Now that I am married and have two kids, have been taking my time going through the HD remakes. Yeah, it's probably a good series to sink your teeth into when your life is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like he pulled it together. <laughs> Uh, Blackie the Crow said, going into non-Final Fantasy territory, I simply adore Skies of Arcadia. As a kid, I desperately wanted to play it after trying out the airship battles in a demo disc included with an issue of official Dreamcast magazine. Uh, Please contribute to our Kickstarter for that. (laughs) Unfortunately, I wasn't able to play through the game until three years later when it came out on GameCube. At that point, I built an absurd amount of hype around this game, and thank God it paid off in a big way. I absolutely felt in... I absolutely fell in love with Vi's Ika and Fina. I'm sorry, I didn't play the game. So. Uh, yeah. I loved exploring the expansive world, finding all the discoveries, and collecting crew members for the Delphinius. On top of that, the title theme is probably the first video game track to make me misty-eyed, and it still does to this day. Aww. Also, 
Long-time listener, first-time poster, and all that jazz. T-Dar was the shit. Yay. Those characters are in Valkyria Chronicles, Ooh. too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. But they don't have a story arc or anything. They're just No, there. they're fan service. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, Retro Mess said the easy and obvious answer would be Final Fantasy VI, <laughs> but I'm going to be dumb and contrary and say Damn. Final Fantasy XIII. Hmm. One of three numbered FF games I've beaten so far, one, six, thirteen, and I loved it. Wow. Yes, it's, in there. it's a slow burn, and I completely understand people disliking it for XYZ reasons, but I loved it. Loved the world, loved the music, the characters. It was all fantastic. The battle system was great and kept things interesting for the entire game, and the lack of an overworld and the linear nature of the first two-thirds made sense. The characters are on the run constantly, so why wouldn't they be funneled from place to place? I love Final Fantasy XIII. It was given a 10 by Carolyn back in 2009, and I stand by it. It's worth playing, but I definitely understand people not wanting to play 35 hours before finally getting the entire battle system opened up and all that jazz and zazz. <laughs> I want to read this one because it's from Alfred Chocobo. I have to say, this is my first time on VGA since I turned you all on to Alfred Chicken. I'm glad you've kept up his impressive body game. of work. No one will ever play it again, Michael. Uh, Alfred Chocobo says, I'll be the, the lame that says FF7. That's fine. It was my first real attempt at Final Fantasy when my brother brought home a bootleg copy of it home from Hong Kong when he was in the Navy. I was obligated Navy to, boy, yeah. in the Navy. <laughs> I was obligated to play it and after a few hours I was all in. It has still my favorite characters and the most haunting themes. I have no idea how long I played it because the clock stopped at ninety nine hours and fifty nine <laughs> minutes and I played for months beyond that. Plus you get to play as a backstabbing cat on top of a marshmallow next to a red lion dog with PTSD or an emo vampire wannabe that's actually a wear monster. Dig it. <laughs> Thank you, Alfred. <laughs> We just need a rhyme for, and I'm here to say, <laughs> said, Final Fantasy IX is far and away my favorite. It was the first game I ever bought with my own mini, what? and the first Final Fantasy I ever played. I knew nothing about it, and I bought it purely because of the cover and the back of the box. I love the battle system, learning abilities through equipment and the different characters, uh, although every time I play it, I end up with the same four characters in my final party, Zidane, Dagger, Vivi, and Steiner. Uh, I also like that despite allowing you to explore it, I also like that despite allowing you to explore, it's actually a fairly linear game, and it doesn't hide abilities or items that you need to complete the game in stupid side quests. Looking at you, Final Fantasy X2, uh, the best part of for me is the incredibly deep story. What other game basically asks you to answer the question, what's the point of living if you eventually die? And it gives you it gives you eight characters' perspectives on it. I genuinely think it might affect have affected the way I live life. Live a life, another square game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, we have a video answer from Gallatin Carhart. Uh, missed this guy, so uh, let's see what he has to say. All right, dang it, bitch game apocalypse! I just realized they answered the wrong question of the week. The last one, dang it. So, anyways, oh, <laughs> favorite. Final Fantasy game that I've played. Well, that's a limited category because I played that Crisis Core on the PSP. I played like three, four hours of it. It was alright. <laughs> it was okay. Uh, and I'm going to probably say, even though I, I bought this one, this 15, it's still sitting up next to the, to the PlayStation. Because, you know, Simulator 17 <laughs> and Pokemon taking the time right now. I might say seven because uh, while I've played about 
hour of it, and it's kind of boring. I mean, it's just the first hour, I realize. But I watched that Advent Children. Children. That, that cloud's kind of a tough fella. He's kind of all right. He's got that sword that weighs about 350 pounds. And he's got some little bitty arms, but he's, he's tough. He's tough. He's one tough little fella. That he did that jumping thing. <laughs> And then they throw him and shit, he keeps getting he keeps going higher. That's pretty tough. So I guess I'm gonna have to say anybody. It's gonna be seven. I thought that was a rabbit. That's not a rabbit. We're all right, we're good. We're respecting life. Seven is probably what I'm gonna say. Even though I hope to play it someday, probably more than an hour at least. Anyways, crypto thinks seven as well. We're good. Thank you much. And I'll try to start answering the right question from now on. <laughs> Take it easy. Yeehaw. Is oh, he operating awesome. a hay baler? He, I think it's a bush hog. Okay. But yes, he, he always uh, records these as he's doing something cool. Don't ruin the illusion. If uh, anybody else wants to send their responses as they're harvesting souls next to the airport, <laughs> please, please he, do. He, he says crypto thinks so. He pans down his dogs mm. in the cab with him. It's, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Skeleton Carhart, and everybody else who answered. All right, new question of the week tailored specifically for Chris. What? If you could buy a Christmas ornament oh. of any specific, any one video game character, hmm. who would it be and why? Uh, Vector the Crocodile. Wow, that was quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I've been looking for Sonic the Hedgehog ornaments oh, and boy. I can't find any. <laughs> Uh, it's a special really, kind of hell. I really because well, I put a limit on myself. I'm not going to pay more than ten dollars an ornament. When you think of that, like you think Sonic. <laughs> and uh, Chris is holding a Fozzie the Bear ornament as we yeah, speak. Got it for three dollars. I would have thought you would have said Sally Acorn based on her Tour de Force performance mm. in Sonic Christmas Blast. Yes, or just because she doesn't wear pants. <laughs> she doesn't wear pants, but yeah, I don't like the I don't like the whole furry thing. Which, so. by the way, to, to to get ahead of ourselves with plugs, we did a True. we will have a commentary for Sonic Christmas Blast wow. soon, which but we also did a. That's the perfect song. companion to my Retronauts episode uh, yes. from last year. Wow. Was I on that? No. Oh, God. You were in Florida. Uh, Florida. Living it up. <laughs> <laughs> Living it up the John Deere factory. <laughs> Chris's Christmas plan. I guess mine would be uh, straight or hear you because that character always looks super cool when he's climbing, no matter which incarnation we're talking about. Yeah, dude, the sword sticks out like a tail. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, man, I, I'm happy to bring up Toe Ball more than once per uh, podcast. So I'm going to say home from Toe Ball number one. I, whatever the Toe uh, Ball yeah. character, I can make it in the first 3D printer. Yes. <laughs> I, or with paper. Yeah. <laughs> I, if you ever get uh, an email the from Arby's me. The account just tweeted yeah. a picture of it. If you ever get an email from me or uh, I, I somehow decide to boot AIM back up and message you that way, that's my icon. Like, mm. it's just weirdly, I, I love that character. It's a robot with a Jerry Lewis voice. Oh. I will say mine will be Trico because he's a precious good boy, and you better not say anything mean about him, you corrupt gaming journalist. Be nice to him. He is good and precious and pure. What about uncorrupt gaming journalists? Uh, there, are, mean things? there are none of them. Oh, you're right. Even I'm weird. not one. <laughs> but you can just take the giant uh, Trico that comes with the collector's edition That's and true. attach a hook to it. Uh, I have never wanted, in retrospect, to yeah. buy the special edition of something. That's pretty cool. Ever. Mm-hmm. And, and I will... When that is ten dollars, <laughs> yeah, three months from now, <laughs> I probably would have if I hadn't bought it uh, immediately, so that I could play ten minutes of it and say, "Oh, play the game." I, I love it, dude. Mm. I want to play it tonight. What a waste! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wait, wait, Alfred Chicken. 
Because it comes with a water and Christmas is really cool, unlike Hanukkah. Look at your Christmas star. Look at over your old apartment. Make sure no one's breaking in. Oh, what is that one? Put that dildo away, Burger. Here's a watering can ornament. Put it on top of your tree. Keep it on. Pop it up on a door so it falls on your head. Oh, you've suffered a concussion. Don't have to put this tree in it. I don't know why. It's the funniest thing ever. See the sickness that you started. It's like it's like a falsetto WC. Fields. <laughs> I'll keep you straight on your trade. You bother me. Sorry, I can't hang out for the holiday season. I'm going to spend Christmas with my girlfriend. Uh, on Super Nintendo. Oh, he's your grandpa now. You need to respect him. <laughs> I've got some ideas about Trump. I want to tell you. Thanks for spending the holidays with me. Three billion dollars is way too much to spend on Air Force One. This, gets, like the last Guardian, made me cry. Nobody gets dessert until they tell me about Pizzagate. <laughs> <laughs> Trico is a bad boy, and all game journalists should say so. If you can read this in English, thank a soldier. Oh. I'm sorry. And I stopped oh. doing Alfred Chicken. I'm just doing a falsetto. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, I've, so too much. This, this can't be your first episode, and even then. Why not no. bow out at the, like, <laughs> the second hour? Like, Why just not go away. Stop listening to us. <laughs> oh God. Um, so, uh, what game uh. character would you want as a Christmas ornament? <laughs> or if you decorate some other kind of tree, an ornament for mm-hmm. that? Or hell, you just want something to hang up in your room? Mm-hmm. I don't care. We're non-denominational around here. Blue guns don't count. I want a real ornament, motherfuckers. Yeah. If you, if you want to decorate your atheist cube or whatever it is, <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta do. decorate my flying spaghetti monster. Take that, Christians. <laughs> decorate my atheist iPhone, new wallpaper, <laughs> done. I'm an Fun atheist, light. so I only decorate a perfect graphite cube that I built <laughs> down to the, uh, the ideal micron in my 3D printer. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, but anyway, what's what Christmas ornament do you want? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to answer the question oh and ask it uh, by starting the thread. First oh, person. Fart. Wait. What? Big donut fart over here. We oh, gotta no, clear no. this in this room like real fast. First person to start the Live thread by asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show, or you can answer under the comments for episode one hundred and ninety-two on VigigameApocalypse.com. For answer. I can feel consciousness slowly leaving my body uh, as Chris's donut mm. fart reaches me, <laughs> yeah. so it's pushing that conscious out. Chris distract me. Uh, create a death dream of plugs. <laughs> yes, uh, you should really tune in to Laser Time this week. So we are talking about our modern Christmas miracles, and next week we will return to a a ghost of Christmas past for Laser Time that everybody liked a lot. <laughs> so please listen to that. I'm sure it will not live up to your expectations, which is why I won't say its name. Um, and mm. also be sure to tune in to Thirty Twenty Ten. We just are wrapping a first season, fifty episodes. It's a Batman sixty six wow. first season. Uh, Michael's covering his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob, what have you got cooking? Well, I 30, write... tw- I wasn't done. Thirty twenty ten. And uh, cares? Yes, thirty twenty ten. I do. I pay for all this. <laughs> uh, thirty twenty ten. Uh, listen to that show. Uh, it's been getting really, really fun. And we will have a Patreon uh, exclusive season Man. wrap up. Uh, uh, so, and I, I do want to say. During this whole break, we will not like. I don't know what your plans are for Video Game Apocalypse, but everything else won't stop. You'll keep getting episodes at the normal time throughout the entire break. So, <laughs> tell a friend, live, love, laser time. Thank you. Nice. Uh, speaking of laser time's Patreon, we have our weekly show, Bonus Time. This week, uh, Brett has this 
epic story of uh, breaking a pipe in his apartment. Mm-hmm. It's way cooler than it sounds. Uh, but we also have uh, lots of commentaries there. We mentioned uh, Sonic Christmas Blast, which will come at some point. But we just did uh, our Monday Night Movie uh, live commentary with uh, interactions from our community uh, for Die Hard, the, the most Christmas Christmas movie ever. That came out in July. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun little commentary that we did. And it's really Bob, what have you got to plug now that these I... rude boys have uh, <laughs> inserted themselves in front of you? I'm the guest. Well, you yeah. can read my work at Fandom. Read my listicles or I'll get pisticles. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, I also write for uh, Something Awful. I have a new article this week that I really like. I wrote it a few days ago. It'll be up by the time you listen to this. Go to somethingawful.com and read it. And I also do the classic gaming podcast Retronauts uh, every Monday on retronauts.com or usgamer.net. We'll have a Christmas special soon, but there's lots of great episodes. I think over 150 at this point, so go check those out. You'll like Good them. news. I didn't shit my pants. Okay. Oh, congratulations. I checked. 2016 is saved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, oh, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Uh, check out my stuff on ubblog.com. And uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. This is my microphone, Land of the Brave. I'm four.